On this week's episode of Friend Code, we're talking about the latest fighter added to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Min Min from ARMS. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week, I'm joined by two very special guests, Steve and Simmons from Yo! Video Games. How's it going, you two? Hey, Mike. Uh, you might be expecting Kenny as well from Yo! Video Games, but uh, unfortunately, uh, Kenny couldn't make it. So we'll try and get Kenny on a future episode. But hey, this is, a, this is something I've been trying to get happen was to get the entire Yo! Video Games crew on an episode of this. So uh, I'm just excited to get <laughs> two of you on here. So thank you very much for joining me. Yeah, no problem. We got you, man. <laughs> so, Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, we got a new fighter announced today. First fighter of Fighter Pass Volume 2, Min Min from ARMS. And uh, this has been a while. It's been a while since we've been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my general takeaway was kind of like, well, yeah, it's kind of been a little bit of a long time coming. Um, I feel when they announced season two for Fighters Pass, and everyone kind of read that that uh, fine text at the bottom that said, you know, these will be delivered by December thirty first, twenty twenty one. I took that immediately as like, okay, my first takeaway is this: they're probably not going to be all this year, obviously, and they probably not even most of them will be this year. So I started saying, I think whenever that happened, I'm like, okay, here's my guess. Um, when as it Byleth came out, I think what January or so, January February, I'm like, here's what's gonna happen: the the team's gonna go on vacation, uh, and then we'll get two characters out of the six this year, and then the next four will be next year. Because I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna go on vacation, and then we'll we'll come back and get those uh, like only only about two characters this year, but then kind of the apocalypse happened, so. We basically, things went really dark for a while, but I mean, I actually, I, I thought it was interesting how, if you noticed, they recorded this on May 2nd, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like right in the thick of of everything really getting bad. So it yeah, wasn't he, like... He actually yeah. predicted that, that things were going to get bad in the video. He actually says like, yeah, you know, we're hoping things will get better, but uh, we're, we, we think things are not good. Yeah. Better he said something like you know i have a feeling they won't be like he yeah, yeah i have a feeling like things won't get better i'm like yeah and i was like I where's, feeling too, buddy. where's like the meme of like the narrators and spoiler alert they did not <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty rough um the the game does look really um really cool uh and the new character does look a lot of fun uh i just i for me i thought that uh, um, uh, an arms character would have made it in way earlier like there it's a nintendo game why are they not promoting the nintendo game right no 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 i i'm 100 with you with that steve yeah, i felt like, the same it way took them I was this like, long so it, well, it seems strange it took them this long so 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 i think the the general consensus or or thought is that arms came out june 2017 and smash came out december 2018 and they were just too far along developing smash brothers to put an arms character in there at the start. Um, although I, my personal feeling is that I think it came down to this, like they probably had development resource and they said, we can, we can, we have enough time to put this many new characters in the game. Right. And it came down to, do we, 
prioritize an arms character or do we say prioritize Simon Belmont and Richter Belmont? Now, I'm not saying that was the case, but I'm just saying, I wonder if it was maybe one of those scenarios where they were like, okay, we only have time to get this many new characters ready for launch and then we'll save these characters for DLC. Um, and he, maybe he made like a sort of conscious decision, like, you know, arms is cool, but I think we really need to focus on maybe some of these really fan requested ones like Simon Belmont and King K rule and stuff like that. So yeah, what, whatever the order is, I'm glad that they're in there. At least they, they have more characters for us to play. And that's what it really comes down to just more characters for us to play. Uh, with that being said, uh, I what blew my mind, as opposed to ARMS, was the fact that they acknowledged Tekken in the game with the meat. <laughs> so, I mean, well, uh, all the other meat, uh, what was that, another one? There was a, a Nintendo one. Um, I, what were the well, characters? What were, yeah, what were the characters? So they had, uh, they added uh, Marie and Cal, uh, was it, uh, they added Splatoon, uh, Splatoon Cal, characters. Cal and Marie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you um they added uh the other arms character nin the ninja one i forget their name right now that was the first one they showed off i was hayachi but then they put vault boy yeah fallout thing from bethesda <laughs> <laughs> like, what okay that's so random and weird you know what yeah, you know that's the, thing. that's the thing is that everything like the characters that are on smash are supposed to be random and weird like you're supposed to be surprised like what like it's like putting uh, uh, Negan in Tekken. You're like, what? Why is this happening? Who who decided this? It's like, sure, go ahead, just do whatever at this point. I don't care, just do it. Negan will will forever puzzle me. Yeah. Because like, it wasn't like, it's still going right. They're still making new Walking Dead, or is it done? No, no, they're still making it. They're still, they're still making, it. making it. So it's not like okay, it's not like this show was was over or anything. But it, it was like it was so far after the fact of of yep. Negan being introduced. Yeah, it's kind of like Negan, and then like cro like, and, and then obviously you, when you you do these crossovers, you do it for cross promotion and whatnot. And I'm like, how many super casual Walking Dead fans? Dead are, fans are actually are going to be like, fans. you know, I should buy Tekken Seven, yeah. you know, because Negan is in there. So yeah. I'm like, man, that was uh, it was an odd that choice. One, that one will always puzzle me because I'm just like, was it just? And that actually kind of is a good segue though, because it's like it seems like it was a very personal choice on the yeah, producer's yeah, yeah. part. It, Love it, was, Walking it was a Dead. promotional oh. thing. It, it's kind of like when you see uh, Street Fighter, the movie, the live action movie. It's what um, movie companies do. They say, hey, what's popular now? This thing is popular now. Let's do a movie of that. This is literally um, Harada going, hey, what's popular now? Oh, this people are into Walking Dead. Okay, just do that. Who cares? Just put it in there. Uh, shut up. Don't ask me for shit. That's, that's literally what that's <laughs> it's, it's, Right. Um, so I'm just kind of like, it's kind of interesting. It feels like, oh, this is this just what the producer wanted, which it's probably why, like, or is why they chose Min Min. Because yeah. I said, this is what the producer personally uh, yeah, wanted to see wanted. in the game was Min Min rather than, you know, Spring Man or Ribbon Girl yeah, or anyone yeah. else. So I, I mean, like, but okay. it goes back to what uh, Michael said is that um, why is there a Fallout character in Smash? It has nothing to do with a fighting game whatsoever. Why? Well, I mean, Nintendo has been so Nintendo courts Bethesda, uh, like Skyrim on Switch. Uh, they, they, you know, they've been like, that was a big deal for them as part of their initial campaign when they event when they initially revealed the switch back in 2017 you saw skyrim in their promotional materials for that so oh, okay. nintendo really has like a uphill battle when they're courting third parties so i think 
doing whatever is possible to to uh, appease them and like keep building those relationships but at the same time going to like what you're talking about personal choices sakurai probably just like likes you know something about fallout or, or and wanted a part of it in smash brothers th th we've seen stuff that has like no ties to nintendo in terms of history like you have Joker in there. Where, I mean, Scramble will eventually be coming to Switch, but at the time, Persona 5 had no presence on Nintendo. I was like, what, what? Joker? Why is Joker in Smash? And, you know, even like like Cloud, it's like, okay, we get into a technicality about like a uh, Kingdom Hearts game on uh, GBA and stuff, Chain of Memories, but other yeah, than was, that, it's like... It was a card in a card yeah, game. Yeah, it was a card. It's like Cloud yeah, is not yeah. like, oh, this is evidence. How does this make it in? But now 5.7 is on Switch, the OG one, so it's like there, things kind of play out in a way where you can see some of the business decisions behind it, but also Although, I, I very see, clearly Sakurai's choice. I want to yeah. say there was a point, I think it was either a Famitsu article or, or an interview in a Japanese publication where he talked about cloud right why cloud and and someone from squaresoft was just like okay this seems weird why are you sure you want to do cloud terra might seems like more appropriate for for nintendo and sakurai said i feel cloud best represents rpgs and the final fantasy name when people think final fantasy they think cloud he says he's like the most known representative character of of the of the brand so that's why he really pushed from even though it had no nintendo connections uh which kind of seemed to be a theme going forward really like for hey just like cloud there you go yeah like he's just like he's he's i absolutely agreed with him if someone came to me and said hey we want an rpg rep for like you know non nintendo rpgs who do you think is the most popular rpg character ever I'd be like, let's cloud, <laughs> like without a doubt. So, um, but now I think now we're, we're kind of getting into more personal territory stuff. Um, like, and, and, and we love Terry. We love Terry, right, Steve? Like we love yeah, of course. But Are you okay? I, I don't think there was any huge business decision behind we've got to get an SNK rep in there. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That was like soccer. I loves SNK. Yeah, and then it's he like, hey, can we get these characters like, in there? Sure, I, sure. I think Sakurai's like, I want Terry in this game. Like, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I will put your Fire Emblem character in there, fine. But I want my Terry in there. And I, I love him for that. But yeah. uh, SNK's never been... And especially in North America where we live, it's never been huge. Like everyone kind of kind of knows about it. If you're in fighting games, you know about SNK, obviously. But if you're if you're not into fighting games, like you probably don't know who Terry is. And I yeah. I read lots of reports about people who like I didn't know who this character was. Like I went on really just was Joe down the street, and it's like okay, I get it. Like you know, SNK is not the, the household name uh in in North America like he is maybe in some other countries. But that was a Sakurai personal choice. And and Min Min here again seems to be like this was a personal choice from the arms development team where they're like, We really like Min Min. Put Min Min in. That's our favorite character we made. So like it, it, weird favoritism. Um, but it's cool. I appreciate it because it diversifies a bit of the roster. You know, we we have been like there besides Kazooie and one half of Byleth, there was like no there was no girls in the first DLC pack. And, you know, just that that this this kind of helps you know even things out a little bit uh and and it's just also not like again i know they had the thing where it's like everyone's the main character in arms and i was like okay whatever that's like pr talk yeah um, <laughs> when they said that and i'm like it, this is this is not 
You're not the cover. This is not the cover box art character. This is. Yeah, I don't think Arms really had like a story or anything like that as far as the characters go. They were just fighters in a game. Yeah. They all look weird. Well, it's like they kind of like, did, but like even Soccer, I talked about that. He's like, "What is what?" Like he said, he asked the developers, yeah. "Like, what's the story behind them? Are, are they, they robots? Are they yeah, yeah. humans? Like, what's the story yeah, with no, them?" Yeah, they're just there. So I guess with with that. With with that, you can actually say, "Oh yeah, they're all like." There's no story; they're all main characters. Because if there's no story, then any one of the characters would be a main character. It's like, okay, yeah. fuck it. I, I vaguely remember there being some sort of story mode or trailer with a story in it, but whatever. Oh, with uh, it, with arms. Yeah, yeah like very like very vaguely, I remember something about that, but it doesn't really matter, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't matter with arms. I didn't even know anything about. I it. just again, I think it's cool that they they pick someone who wasn't you know the 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 cover box art character you know yeah yeah um it, it'd be like someone going it's like it'd be like instead of ryu they pick chun li for Smash yeah Brothers. yeah right <laughs> yeah sure what are you doing apparently, i mean there, it's, there, it's, there's it's, lord of arms like, apparently getting <laughs> looking for hype over arms like again it's like oh okay cool they should have been there already like oh, all right awesome yeah, it does feel kind of like making up for for lost time or lost time. Up. Yeah, it's yeah. like there's nothing that I would be super excited about with that character. But it's nice that they're in there. Sure, whatever. When's the new When's the new DLC character? How about that? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I I will say I I think I think this direct today did a good job of selling me on it, like or legitimizing this character. Like, hey, you know, this is what they do. This is how they work. And I'm like, you know what yeah. they think. They did a good job of making me, you know, excited to play the character next week. Yeah. With with, with the yeah. moveset and all this stuff. So I'm like, I wasn't, I, I mean, I'll be 100% honest, you know, I'm a Nintendo guy, but like I wasn't, when they said it was an ARMS character, I was like, eh, okay. Cool. Yeah, like, cool. <laughs> awesome. Uh, hey, but, I'm, I, to be honest, I'm more excited about Hayashi. The fact that they acknowledge Tekken is blowing yeah. my mind. Well, that 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 costume was in the, the Wii U one, Smash 4. Uh but like it was one of the weird things that never made it into Ultimate. Like so, so they've already had a Hayachi costume for the yeah, movie? yeah. Oh, they did. Well, then, yeah. Okay, never mind then. Shit. So what's yeah. taking them so long to add a Tekken character? That's what everyone's kind of scratching like, their head about. Like, why what is going on? What was the deal? Okay, like we get some because there were other third-party costumes that didn't make it over, right? Like like the Chocobo from Final Fantasy. Um, but like they slowly added them back, like the Virtua Fighter characters like got slowly added back into Smash Ultimate. And some people are like, okay, well, so did they run out of a, a licensing deal or something? Like Namco's making the game. Like, Hihachi being absent from the costume was always weird to me. Cause I'm like, you guys are making it. Why would you not have Hihachi there from the start? Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. And they're promoting it again in the, this new one. And it's like, okay, well, how about the actual character? It's cute. It's cute. You got a me. It's it's great. But do you let's... do you wait, here's it. Do you really want Hayachi to be the rep? No, no, not Hayachi. Just give us a Tekken character, not yeah. specifically Hayachi. Because why? <laughs> he was already in All Stars. Why would you have a character in All Stars that would be in here? Unless it's you know Dante, or you know um, uh, Kratos, or you know something like that. You know, like yeah. sure, those characters can make it over. I would be ecstatic for that. But Hayachi. Maybe because you know the the voice actor passed away and they're trying to show respect and stuff like that, and I I would agree with that. But I don't think Hayachi, even though he's the face most of the time when it comes to Tekken, I don't think he's the most popular character from Tekken. 
Yeah, and, it's it's so weird how he did become the face of Tekken. Yeah, he became the face of Tekken. He, he automatically became the I still have a hat of him with the little teardrop. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, they really want to push this character, but everybody knows that it's either Kazuya or Jin who are, are kind of like the that's, poster child. That's kind of the thing. It's like he's the poster child for, for – well, actually, he's, well, he's a very old man, so poster yeah. old man yeah, for Tekken. Right. And it, it seems like – People are okay with Hihachi and Tekken, but no, he's like he's like no one's favorite. I mean, I'm yeah, sure he's no one's favorite. Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, I'm Unless sure he's some people's favorite. Him, but... Like, he's a, he's a cool, interesting character who's overpowered as far as story yeah. is concerned. But he he he's not. I guess he's not appealing enough uh, to be a a, a, cra- a, cra- a crowd favorite. And uh, I think the other characters can kind of push that uh, narrative of being the the new it guy. But again. Uh, Harada might just like him more. Who knows? I think again, that's kind of delving into like, well, this the 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 producer just personally really likes this likes character. that character, and maybe he liked the voice actor more too. You know, so I mean, it might be just a personal thing with him and the relationship with the voice actor. But the bottom line is that, um, where's where's my Tekken character? Give me my Tekken. <laughs> Give me my Tekken character. It's it's oh, oh, okay. So who would you, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> who who would you pick if you were gonna get a Tekken rep? Uh, Tekken rep would definitely have to be, uh, if, from a broad scope of things, per, okay, so we're going to say globally, people are going to say Jin or Kazuya. Those are like the two yeah. guaranteed matches. Uh, me personally, I would say Eddie, I would say, um, uh, Christy. I think those are very popular characters within the realm of everybody. Um, I, I mean, I'm going to go with personal characters. I would say Marduk. I mean, shit, uh... <laughs> You have king, a lot of king would make a lot of uh, king would be kind of cool just because he's king. He's, oh he's, my god! Yeah, yeah. King, visually uh, distinct. Uh, Mokujin, those are another yeah. one. Panda, <laughs> throw panda in there. I mean, there's yes, a lot of characters absolutely. that would would make a, a Although, lot. I mean, we had throw him a bone. Put in uh, yeah. was it um, June or Oscar? Give him uh, God. What was what was his name? Um, what was the kangaroo? Roger. Roger. Put, put Roger in there. Who cares? Just do it. Like it would be well, funny if they did add Mokujin, and Mokujin yeah. would just be every character. Right? Know? Yeah, he'd have that all would the be amazing. Moves. That would be amazing. Although I, someone we were bringing this up, and I'm like, someone had a good point. It, you sh- it would probably be Yoshimitsu because he's in in Soul oh, Calibur and Tekken. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he yeah, always looks really distinct. He, he stands oh, out. Yoshi would like probably a, be yeah. The first I could see that for sure because it like kind of like covers covers two franchises of Namco. No, he's like, everywhere at this point. Yoshi is everywhere. So if anything, Yoshi would be the character to make it in there. And he's just awkward enough to get yeah. on that roster just, and just fit. Just weird and goofy enough yeah, to work. Weird and goofy, and you know, I just put him in there. Bob, oh man, fat Bob, that'd be great. <laughs> weird stuff, man. Like, dude, there's so many characters on Tekken roster. Just why not put him in there? Just go yeah, that that roster at this point for even for seven alone is just like, jeez. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And they're still missing characters. Let's just put it that way. They're still missing characters. So yeah. sure, why not? Um, I'm kind of curious. Uh, the, without the Tekken talk, uh, sorry, to bring it back to maybe Min Min a little bit. Simmons, you touched a little bit upon about the mechanical breakdown of her. Because Sakurai mm-hmm. does a really good job of doing deep dives into how these characters work. <laughs> By uh, himself. This, <laughs> yeah, like playing two characters with two controllers. I mean, flexing a little bit there, showing, you know, his <laughs> fighting game prowess. He flexes in every one of these, man. He absolutely does. <laughs> He's been uh, doing that since Brawl, if you remember. Yeah. We were at GDC and... and uh... <laughs> 
he was going on there talking about Pitt from Kid Icarus, and he was just taking two Game Two controls, just like a DJ, like spinning them like that. <laughs> so I'm curious, uh, a ranged character uh, with independent control of both uh, arms, basically being able to punch one way and the other way simultaneously, uh, being able to bend their arms, having uh, aerial smashes instead of just tilts, they actually can do smash mm-hmm. moves in the air. I'm wondering how you how you feel about the what you saw mechanically. Um, was it diverse enough for you? Do, do you? I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem like you two are like as familiar with was, arms, but like, did it really capture well, no, the it, sense it, of like maybe I think playing it, an arms I think character? It did. I think it did because we played arms, you know, and we did the whole thing where like you know you're you're constantly like doing this. Yeah. Um, I actually thought it was a very clever way of implementing the the um, you know the left hand right hand aspect. Like he really did seem to care about the mechanic of sort of taking the mechanics of arms and making it work in Smash. And I thought that was actually really cool. The other thing I thought was actually interesting, but but also kind of good is that, so the character's kind of a projectile character. Their, their fists are projectiles because you could land in between their body and their arms mm-hmm. and you, there's no hitbox. Like the, the coil part, that's just that's just invisible or invincible, if you will. It, like it doesn't it doesn't have any effect. Like if you touch their their coil part, it doesn't mean anything. So the fist is is a basically a projectile that goes out there, and you can hop over it and get in between, you know, and hit the main character. So they're basically, in a sense, throwing out a lot of fireballs. That's kind of what it boils down to a little bit in a way for me. So that's kind of cool. It also helps the fact because like if if say the coils on their arms were hurt boxes. Uh, that would make the character like impossible to deal with <laughs> because they, they would just have so much real estate of, of their, of their arm and body and, and fist. So I'm like, I'm glad that the fists are kind of treated as projectiles in a way. Uh, but actually was, was kind of, I, I expected that, that one, I thought it was going to be neutral B, but it was down B to change the, uh, the right hand into different gloves. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I figured that was going to happen but what I didn't expect was that neutral B was just going to be a, a basically a secondary attack. Yeah. Like a secondary uh, mash attack. So yeah, you can go like A, B, A, B, A, B. And, and you can even do uh, A, A, right, left, B, just in, in kind of like throw your fists out both ways. Uh, watching a bunch of injustice over the years has kind of made me fear zoning characters. Zoning characters. But I mean, Smash already had zoning characters. It does. Uh, yeah, it already has them. So I wouldn't be too worried about it. This is just the fact that th- this particular zoning character has a unique way of doing it. So yeah. it shouldn't be too, um, what's the word? I don't think it should be too uh, intimidating. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. But I, mean, um, I, didn't, I didn't read too much into it uh, just because of the fact that. Um, it, I saw the I saw the preview. It was like thirty five minutes. I was like, nope, TLDR. I'm not about to watch thirty five minutes of soccer. I talk about a character. I'll play the character and then I'll decide if I like it or not. That's that's literally how it goes. So, but um, the the, the character just looks fun just from what I'm looking at. But another zoning character, sure, why not? As long as they're balanced, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's weird how he presented her right away as like she's a basically a counter to heavy characters. And then she's going to do really poorly against lightweight and and fast characters or aerial characters. So he he basically was flat out saying at the beginning, like, I made this character to counter this other type of character, but they will do poorly against this type of character. So it's kind of like, 
I mean, he's not like he's he's not like slamming the character or showing weakness to the character he's introducing. It's more just kind of like interesting that he's breaking down his character's fighting game mechanics right from the start. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which okay, that's uh, that's interesting. That's one way to go about it. Um, yeah. And I'm not too worried about it because like, although I, I don't know if you if if you remember like when every time they would introduce a new Injustice Two character, it would be like this character is really great at a uh, long range. You know, we've got like, they, you know, they yeah. have these mid, mid to long range combos, these projectiles. Da, 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 and you're da. like, uh-oh. I'm and like, you're like, every uh-oh, character, every character, like every character that gets added and introduced to Injustice 2 really is like- great at mid to long range. Mid like, to, like they, they have a really good like ability to keep their opponent at bay from mid to long it's, range. It's, it's like, like what Max said, there's literally somebody at, at NetherRealm that has a hard on for long range combat that has a, a hard on for zoning combat. And you're yeah, like, I, I didn't even play the game that much to know. I'm just like every video I see, they talk about the, the characters mid to long, yeah, range. long range. No, I played the game extensively. Trust me. Everything is, is damn near a long range. And it's funny because I, I mostly played the rushdown characters like Supergirl and, uh, and Robin. And they, had uh, such a hard time against the rest of the roster and when supergirl was considered really good because her rushdown was was actually pretty decent they nerfed her so it's like <laughs> like it makes sense so whatever. Uh, that's actually an interesting point too uh the, the nerfing because they're still doing some balance changes with uh with smash brothers like they still do tweaks and, and balances to i've never i haven't even noticed um, i mean are people really complaining about certain characters i mean like, they do they do i mean in in sort of the the over like i think the greater smash community like obviously it's a big deal for them in some ways but like i don't think anything was as great as like when smash ultimate came out cloud and bayonetta got nerfed to the ground <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they were the last two characters to be put in Smash Four, and like they they basically released them, released them hot, and they were way too good. Yeah, <laughs> like way too good. And then that, but that was the end of development. So they just like, here you go, here's Bayonetta. Uh, have a nice day. And then everyone's like, she's broken. Like, eh, yeah, yeah, whatever. We're done. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I think most <laughs> developers, when it comes to fighting games, they tend to do that. They tend to just put out a character see what the people say and then adjust accordingly to what the people because if they put out a character and it turns out the character is balanced or um terrible they'll just leave the character as is and I'm like okay that's fine we did our job but the character is so overpowered that everyone complains about them then we're like oh we, we need to do something it's almost yeah. like they had no idea what they were doing with the characters they just drop them in and then see what the public uh decides they, they use the general public as beta testers to see what characters bust in and what's I don't, not. Think, that's, I don't think that's necessarily so, uh, a bad we got thing. A, we got a new challenger yeah, nah. <laughs> here. We got, we got Kenny has joined us. Hey. hey. How's it going, man? What's up? It's going well. It's going well. We're just man. in the midst of talking nice. about uh, Min Min being added to Smash Brothers here. Yeah, no, and, I was uh, listening. Yeah. And it's uh, like going on what Steve said, I think for DLC, it, it always ha- seems to happen. Like every DLC comes out and it's, re- it's really broken. It happens a lot in MK with like Alien and a, a lot of characters that just come out. And it's like literally me and Max were playing um, Alien and uh, and it was almost still broken. And it's just like, it made me wonder, like, why are like, they thought this was okay? They're like, yeah, you know, this move is plus, this move is good. And then it's like, 
it's pretty great. I'm like, they thought this was fine. And it, it seems to happen with DLC. And I don't know, I, I'm pretty sure maybe like Steve's right. It's like, yeah, you know what? Just, just ship it, just ship it to see what happens. Yeah, like the, 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 the perfect example of that is Scorpion in Injustice 1. Um, a lot of people probably don't remember it, but sure. Scorpion in Injustice 1 was insane. His teleport was crazy fast. And he had priority on almost all of his moves. And he would um, basically rush down an opponent without them even knowing what was going on. Um, everybody and a mama was using that character and crushing everybody else who was in that game. By the time the character got nerfed, everybody dropped them and they moved on to other characters. It was the funniest thing. It was almost as if Netherrealm had put the character in there, didn't care what he did, just as long as he's in there, and then decided, oh, okay, now he's busted, let's fix him. So there's two ways a company would probably go about this. Either they didn't care how the character was gonna be put in there, or they did this on purpose so that more people would play the new character. And then, then um, once people complain about it, then they would nerf them. Because it could be a strategy to promote said character so that when everybody plays them, more people would want to buy them. For sure. That's a strategy that goes it, beyond even fighting games, man. Like every yeah. single game, like online game, they always mm -hmm. make the new characters a little OP because they want people to play them. To they play need the people to character. play them so they can get the feedback so they can start Dang. balancing them too. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not about it's not about the feedback. It's about oh, we're getting more people to play this character because they're both they're busted. Let's make more money off of that. And I think it might be just a money thing as well. So it could be either or. Sure. It could just be that they don't care or that they are actually doing it by design. Yeah, I, I gotta say though, for Min Min looking at this, I didn't think anything was like overtly busted with this character. Like, uh, like, like again, they, they they talked about her weaknesses. Like she can get. She can get a uh, bop from the air pretty easily. Um, if someone's like up, Mac. yeah, and if someone's up close, they're gonna have a really hard time dealing with stuff up close. Um, so, yeah, I I look, looked at at what was happening with this character, and I thought, you know what, this is this is okay. Like she doesn't she doesn't seem super broken, but you don't really know that because all we got was what soccer I played. Yeah, exactly. And, you, and, you know, like any character that comes out, you don't know they're broken. I mean, yeah, I saw uh, what was his name? Um, uh, God, um, Leroy, Leroy Smith in Tekken. I didn't think he was broken. When he first was introduced, he was like, oh, shoot, he's got these really cool moves and stuff like that. And then they actually delved into the character and they showed his weaknesses. I'm like, okay, he might be, he might be okay. And then as soon as he gets released, everybody lost their mind. They're like, how is this possible? Oh my God, he can do everything. And people were just going crazy. <laughs> it was very loud when he came out. Like it was, I, everyone loud. everywhere was yeah. just like, this is the most broken character. This is the most had. broken This like, is the worst He character. doesn't have weaknesses. He, you know, and, he don't miss or whatever that means. Yeah. And what made it worse is the fact that the tournament hit and there was literally like, like six All or Leroy's. seven uh, Leroy's that were in the top 10. And there's like only like four people. I was like, like the bayonet, all bayonet of finals, man. Yeah, yeah. The they, they finals are like, oh my <laughs> oh god. god, like what is going on? Yeah. So yeah, this is obviously a strategy that they do. Granted that we have seen characters that have been released and they are terrible. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Injustice Two, when they released, were terrible. They oh really? Really good characters. So oh. it, it it does have a balance of okay. Yeah, because they didn't have to play Russian roulette on which character is going to be broken when they get released and. You just hope that the character that you really like is balanced enough that you can play him without people complaining that you're actual trash and the only reason you won is because you use my character. Like, yeah. It so, um, yeah. 
Yeah, because like in Smash Brothers, there was like Terry got released, but I don't think he was yeah. winning any tournaments. Like where yeah, it was like, yeah, okay, yeah. You know, he was well eight, eight out of ten top tens are going to be Terry's. Like it wasn't anything like that. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. same with Banjo. He, he released, and um, you know, me and Gerard were very, very, very excited. <laughs> and and um, but it's like he wasn't like the best character or any ever. He was yeah. very kind of average. But it's like we, we we don't care. We just we just wanted our character in this game. Yeah, um, yeah. Just throw him in there. Have fun. You know. Yeah, and what else? Like, Bakuam was pretty, pretty broken. Like, like there were some things about him that were broken. Like, he had some broken hurt boxes and stuff like that. But I don't know. Like, we have to go over, like, the history of DLC and fighting games to see, like, hey, were they extremely broken? Like, Street Fighter? Would, like, they, they, I'll tell you one thing. Street they did Fighter my, my, pretty, my boy pretty fair with the DLC. My boy Lobo got done dirty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lobo. he was right. He actually got buffed later on. Yeah. But by that time, people stopped playing the game. Yeah. But no, Lobo was was horrific when he first jumped in. So again, another example of them doing okay, broken character, balanced character, broken character, balanced character. They they seem to divide them up. Um, I can even I can tell you right now, broken character. Well, uh, okay, so broken character, uh, Batgirl, balanced character, um, which is DLC. Um, uh, God, what's her name? The Magic Girl. What's her name? Zatanna. Zatanna. Yeah, Zatanna. Oh, then you go un, um, unbroken, well balanced Lobo. Then you got um, uh, Scorpion. So they just went back and forth with each. Even Martian Manhunter was pretty kind of. Oh no, Martian Manhunter was busted. So there you go. So then you go. You, you just keep going. Yeah. Like each one is like okay, balance broken, balance broken. No, but know. what about Street Fighter? Or was it just another Street Rome Fighter? I, I think they Street Fighter has done a very, very, very good job of balancing their characters before they come out as DLC. Granted, when Abigail came out, they didn't give a damn. They oh said, my God, you know, yes, you know, Abigail. Back yourself out. Abigail, just go and do whatever you want. You have all, yeah. You're plus on all of your moves. Who cares? Shut up. And you're ugly. And then I think they actually buffed <laughs> him ugly. when people complained about him. Like, he actually got buffed like this season after. <laughs> like, and I'm like, like, out of spite? <laughs> yeah. Like a couple of nerves and then just like more buffs. It's yeah, like... and then more buffs. And I'm like, what? What is happening? But that's just Abigail. All the other characters in the roster, Seth. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be honest. Like I, every time a Street Fighter Five got DLC, it was always it, it never seemed to me like when when Leroy came out and it was just like broken. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The only character I think, and I don't I don't know if it's because of the way the character looked, or if or if the character was actually really good. Or the only one who seemed to be pretty decent was was Minot. Um, yeah, no, I've seen. She was like, balanced, yeah. I, okay, she was because I saw some dirty stuff, like almost like yeah, zero, all zero that to kill goes combos. Away when you um, knock her down, if you if you get her down, she has no wake yeah. ups, so um, mm. she, gets bullied, she gets bullied very very easily. So, okay, yeah, yeah. So that's how they balanced her. Um, same thing with Seth. Seth is insanely overpowered. He has a ton of stuff, but his his health is so bad that you hit him a couple ah. times and he's dead. So um, uh, you know, Gil, um, not. Uh, you know, and all these other characters and that they the came president. In. Pretty, pretty good job. So I, I'll give it up to I'll give up to Capcom and get up to Street Fighter. They did a great job of balancing the characters. Um, let's hope that this happens with Smash. Let's hope this happens. Yeah, because yeah. I think I think with Smash, it's been like Joker came. Well, there's Piranha Plant, and yeah. he didn't seem. He definitely wasn't Piranha Plant. Wasn't busted or nothing. He just seemed like he was good, decent. Yeah. Uh, J- Joker came out and he was pretty good. good. Like people, yeah. people yeah. had some pretty good stuff with joker early on so he kind of came in pretty hot and good yeah um i 
don't know anything about Hero. Uh, again, Apparently, wasn't the Hero banned or something because of one of his? Yeah, because uh, of oh RNG. yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the RNG, RNG stuff, aspect yeah. pretty much killed it competitively. I remember that. Um, Banjo was maybe, like a, maybe characters like Bayonetta was, was just the exception. Maybe they actually messed up and didn't yeah. realize what she was capable of. Well, Bayonetta and Cloud, Cloud was really good too. Yeah, uh, Cloud, I guess. Yeah, like they, they both because they came out within like two months of each other, and they were both like two or three months, and they were both like the last two characters, and they were both super good. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't mind a character being broken. You know, when they first come out as DLC, as long as they the company acknowledges it and they fix it within like you know yeah well it, it, that was the problem with smash 4 is that like that was the end of development yeah. so yeah. they came out and then that was it and then goodbye we're done we're not well because they've gone to move on to smash ultimate like right that, and at uh, that point they don't care they're like yeah it's broken what are you gonna do we're not working yeah out. it was also and it was it, like there are other and, factors where it was the wii u yeah um, and, and the thing and, is they didn't really care about uh, competitive they're like yeah you know go yeah. play go play virtual fighter if you want that, and that was my other game. point i was gonna get to oh yeah they actually said that right they're like yeah, yeah exactly i was like he, he's never he's always been reluctant to accept a the the competitive scene for smash brothers like he acknowledges it and he does some stuff for it like he doesn't ignore it he definitely does he sets up modes he has things set up for competitive players in smash brothers he definitely does acknowledge and give some throw some bones there but he always strikes me as someone who's like i don't like i'll give it i'll give it to them in, in some aspect but like this is just it's not what he wants that is not yeah. his, it's not his That's, vision for smash yeah because i think he's scared of and some japanese developers i've seen this too like uh someone who's played final fantasy 14 naoki yoshida also does the same thing in terms of like competitive stuff they don't want to give endorsements of certain things because then it seems like that is now the official way to take the game like how you treat yeah. it. so okay. if like they want smash to be this broad game that is for like a lot of people not just competitive the competitive scene and once they go down that path i think they're worried that it might be that is what the community adopts and that's what it has to be viewed and now they have this even stronger friction there because we know the history <laughs> excuse wow. me of smash in the competitive community in nintendo i just don't think they want to push that image that direction any further as much as they're willing to acknowledge it now as i think as far as sakurai and nintendo are going to go with the series ever and i i think I understand some of the frustrations that the fighting game community has with Smash, but at the same time, I think I, 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 if someone comes up with an elegant solution to how they I can beat both, then... percent 100% uh, behind that. You made a game that is for fun. Why are the people who are taking your game that is for fun taking it that serious? Like, no. I, we want our games to be fun. We want it to make it for fun. If you want to play competitively, competitively, you can, but that's not our intention for it. Don't try to force your competitive nature onto our game. We made it for people to have fun. It is a kid's game. Like, stop trying to make it it's a for professional good, fighting you mean, game. It's Chill for out. good, like, good, good boys, and, boys girls. and good girls. Yeah, it's That's made right. for good boys and good girls. Stop trying to force it. <laughs> let, let the uh, producers do it. And if you want balancing and all this stuff, it's like, bro, you're not getting the point of the game. I am 100% uh, behind that. Um, well, I don't hate Smashing community. Yeah, here's the other thing. On what Sakurai has envisioned for that game at all. Let the man make what he wants. And if you want to enjoy what he's made, you enjoy it for what it is. Stop trying to make it competitive because it's not its not meant for that. That's the bottom line. But on the but on the other hand, I think the Smash community has also proven another thing. They don't need Nintendo to yeah. to to endorse their yeah. competitive scene. They'll they Very made good. their they made their competitive scene on their own. They built up their competitive empire 
with no support or help from Nintendo uh, in the background. Only recently has it seemed like Nintendo's acknowledged, you know, uh, stuff like tournaments and stuff recently. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's because of the the nature of streaming and and social media and like yeah. esports and all that. And Nintendo obviously like they may not they may not want Smash for this, but they also know that there is there's definitely a, money to be made there's yeah. pr to be done there is a yeah. there is there is a there is some upside you know there's you know they're, they're basically dipping their their pinky into the esports pie just a little bit yeah, they, yeah. with smash ultimate not a lot dipping, just a little yeah, bit they're dipping it just a little bit just a little taste. it's, it's, it's like, funny because if let's see what's going on over here because <laughs> if it's an american company they would be all over it because all these american companies now want to make the next esport they want to make the next Overwatch. They want to make the next, you know, CS:GO yeah. or whatever. They're foaming at the mouth, and Japan's just like, I, I don't know. This is kind of weird. We just, we just made this game. Well, and, you know, well, we Capcom and Namco are all in on esports, but like, yeah. yeah, Nintendo is. I think a lot of this also comes from the sort of um, Nintendo's always very, very wary about anything to do with online or, or to bring this up. Yeah, uh, because Nintendo, for better or worse. It's not because Nintendo's kitty. I think mm. I think people miss uh, misread True. Nintendo as being a kitty company. It's not about Nintendo being a kitty company. It's control. Nintendo is all about control, and when they can't control the narrative, they can't control what someone's going to say at a tournament or do. You know, someone like wins a, a tournament they they host, and what if he says something on stage that's maybe a little controversial or something? Nintendo hates that. I would say the same thing about online. They they were reluctant to 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 put any kind of effort into their online based uh yes, community Steve. because they yeah. can't control what people say to each yeah. other. And, well, have, just... and of course, you know, they don't want to be kitty or anything like that, or they don't consider themselves to be kitty, but you have a lot of impressionable kids there that are listening to these grown adults be like, You little girl and then they go they go off on this these stupid yeah. kids mm -hmm. because well they're angry and Nintendo is trying their best to avoid that, but you can't avoid that online. Yeah. And yeah. they don't want to be a part of that. And I they're understand. They're definitely weary of all that stuff too. But uh, I mean, just going with the online stuff in general, they're really bad with online playing, period. Like their yeah. netcode and stuff. Like that's why Smash Brothers isn't going to be in any tournaments in the current situation because the netcode is a joke. It's like, la well, like it'd get well, laughed out of there. Well, here's the thing. I think they're doing that on purpose. They know they can fix their netcode easily. But I think they would rather have less people online and just have people play their game. I think I don't they don't know. want people playing online because of the simple fact that they don't like the interaction. Like, like Simmons said, it's control. They can't control the narrative. So how do you make less people go online by <laughs> making that for crap? I, I don't know if, I don't know. Yeah. Because that deep. But maybe, at the maybe. same time, um, I don't know if you guys can confirm this, is, is the net code pretty decent in Japan? Is it like, because again, Probably. they're just totally different from ours. Well, I mean, there's a lot like there's a lot of factors because they have yeah. they have better internet and it's a small country and yeah. things are most more closely knit. Most people live in a major metropolitan area. Like they're just by proxy much closer to each other with better right. Connection so they space, don't so. they they particularly don't have any issues with latency and lag. Right, right. Uh, but then that's where they just like don't like oh well we got fine internet over here. I'm pretty sure America I, will be fine. I, I, I have to say though, like because I I did this last night hours ago. This is just hours ago, and it happens every single time once a week if I do it right. I'll go into the shared content like the the user created stages, and 
it really seems like whoever curates this stuff has given up. Uh, Cause I go in and there is just, you know, uh, how to, how to say this very gently. Wines. There's a lot of lewd stuff. <laughs> you go in there and you say what's in, in, even if you just do rec by recommended or by worse by popularity, if you search user creative stages by popularity, it's filled to the brim with stuff that you know is not like would Nintendo would not be okay with, but like it just sits there and it's there all the time, constantly. I don't know how often it gets refreshed, but like part of me feels like when it came out, Nintendo was pretty good. Like you know something, something, oh, yeah. something you know, like bad, it would be taken down probably within an hour or two, or whatever. Now it's 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 like it's been kind of like it feels like is any it, are all the mods asleep? Like it's yeah. just they probably they probably didn't given up on that war. I, yeah, they I, probably I, didn't put any effort into um, uh, the resources to to monetize that stuff, so they just probably didn't even care. Yeah, not monetize, so, but they're trying to like keep all the mood stuff out of there and yeah, it's just, just modding it. Just like just 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 nasty stuff. Like I re I reported a player yesterday for a stage they made, um, and it was it was on the most popular search. So I think it's it it's more of a it feels more like a a backing up, if you will, of um basically what we're saying where it's like it doesn't seem like they care about the online all that much because like they're not even really curating the user created content right now uh and and obviously nothing's really gotten any better with the the, the general net code of it and it's actually a constant sort of cry that i hear from everyone that that you know in my chat when i stream it and stuff is everyone always kind of says like you know it's nice that we get these new characters but I really wish they would fix the online. I imagine if the, the, cause now it's really bad because everyone has to be, you know, stay at home and social distance. And so we have to play online. We're kind of forced into this, this, this area where we've got to uh, uh, play online because we can't be together. We can't go over to our friend's house. We really shouldn't. And the online is just what it is with smash brothers. It's never been good. It's been kind mm -hmm. of bad from the start. It's gotten a little better since brawl. Sure. But, uh, it's just like sort of this this problem and it, it it's weird that we're gonna add new stuff to the spirit board right we're gonna add all these new modes and we're gonna add mm -hmm. all these rematch options and and new ways to like you know uh try all these little tricks to defeat a spirit new in new ways why can't there be a segment about like we've really decided to go in and, and wow. the net code and and yeah. really solidify a, the connection problems we've been having why really why can't that why can't that be a thing like why why are we prior like I think it's cool. I like what they're adding with the spirit board, don't get me wrong. But it does feel a little bit like you have this known issue. It's always been an issue. It's never not been an issue. Why is this just never addressed? Yeah, know? it goes beyond I mean it goes even beyond Smash. I mean we had a patron mm -hmm. question uh from Morgan Mahala who specifically asked about this because of COVID nineteen and the fact you cannot play in person when anymore so the couch co-op stuff like that is gone this would be the time you think that like a light of fire on nintendo's ass to like maybe get your net code in order for a lot of your games improve mm -hmm. your online experience especially when you're charging for it it's not free it's a paid yeah. service you got to pay to play so uh i i do think it is something people should be holding nintendo to higher, higher standard and putting a little bit more pressure on them to maybe definitely improve this well how much is it how much is it for the online service right now 20 bucks um, a year 20 bucks a year. It, yeah, and then like So if they if you're paying 20 bucks a year for $5 internet, 
then it, the the price should be according to what their internet is like. Three ninety nine a month, seven ninety three ninety nine a month is exactly what bucks, should be yeah. their internet because that's what it's worth. I, I agree. Make it make it what it's worth, and then we won't right. complain. You get what because like well, I mean, and you but got like then. on PC gaming, you have Steam and whatever, and, and, and they're games. all free. You don't, yeah, you don't pay and for it's this. Better net code than anything that Nintendo's brought up, right? So. Like, I mean, that's kind of going on the developer a little bit here, but yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But but I mean, this better. This is a first party game, yeah, made by Namco. Which I mean, we could go into that because none of Namco's games have the best net code. Uh, when it comes to fighting games in general online. They're not the worst, but... Yeah, I, I would say that. They're not the worst. I wouldn't complain about them. They're yeah. not the worst. They're not the best, but they're still playable. So, And that's that's what I that's what I look for. Well, like, I, Tekken's pretty pretty decent, and Soul Calibur's decent. You know, I wouldn't yeah, say yeah, that, yeah. right? It's Soul just stipulations. I would say Soul Calibur's worse than Tekken. I think Tekken got better net code than Soul... Just based on what I've done on both of them, it feels like, it feels like Tekken got the lion's share of attention which rightfully so, because it sold the best. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, Smash Brothers... Probably a bigger budget, too. Right, yeah, bigger budget. But here, Smash Brothers has outsold both of those games combined. Like, we're... The we're money they make on this game. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're over 18 million, closing on 19. They're probably at 19 or 20 million copies sold. Like, it's the best-selling fighting game of all time ever, whatever. It, and it's it like... Su- it sucks because a lot of people expect, hey, you're making a lot of money off this game. What are you doing with the money? Are you snorting like you snorting up your nose or something? Like you have the ability, you have the resources, and you have the money yeah. to make better net code. What are you doing with the money that we? Well, this is yeah. Well, then here we go. Here's the Japanese producer. We've made the money. Why do we need this net code? Look how much money we made. <laughs> yeah, we made the money already. We're good. Well, why? <laughs> like why? Like why if you made like billions of dollars money. selling like food that isn't that good. Yeah, but right. Look at it. The food. It, what do we need to make the food taste yeah, better? Food we, speaks for itself. We've made all that money. That means people yeah. like our stuff. Like, yeah, no. and especially when it comes to producers that are about the dollar sign. But like, why? But that yeah. also that That's also true. gets me a little annoyed too. When when Sakurai's talked about this, where he's just like, you know, we don't have the development staff or resources to do this or that. Like you he'll do. he'll he'll throw that aside. Like you know, oh, you know, we don't have the time or we don't have the the money or we don't have the people to get yeah. all this stuff in the game. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> you do like like Tw- like, not- like like to rounding it up, twenty million. Yeah, 20 yeah. million copies yeah, <laughs> at full price at, at full price this game's never been on sale this is a 60 dollar game DLC, yeah. Right, yeah all the and DLC, DLC. All me costumes costing you know they make a lot off of that like w- w- yeah like yeah, whatever man, you know what you i made I, so I, much money <laughs> like i put i i, I legitimately <laughs> put it on the consumer i i say it's consumer's fault 100 percent why are you supporting a game that doesn't care? Why I mean, I I like the I love the game though. I think yeah. the game's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Oh, that but, goes to like on Max's BS meter. How yeah, much then, of the BS are you willing to put to still love the game? Right. Yeah, you still love the so game. I'm like, right? I, I believe this game has raked in uh, like on raw revenue, like over a billion dollars just on yeah. those sales alone, not counting DLC sales. So, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> They have, well, that's the thing is they have they have the money they obviously have the resources Namco's not a small company uh, you know obviously you know they're they're doing a lot of stuff they're making Pokemon Snap like, so, but it's like it just feels like it, it's to me it's 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 more it's more frustrating as time goes on and especially now with the situation we're in where it's just like 
you know, this is, this would be the time yeah. to put, you know, development resources into your, your net code and say, so okay, let's make here, sure the online a, is, is now, especially is good. Um, they, with so much effort and promotion that the community is put into evil for uh, Nintendo, does Nintendo give two like give a damn about evil at all for like, exposure they they care about the exposure i yeah. mean they can they they, they obviously because from know, what you i you want good relations with the community and stuff but at the end of the day nintendo's getting something out of it they're, they're right. getting but from exposure what i what i gathered nintendo doesn't necessarily support evo in the sense that you know okay harada goes to evo and he like shows himself there and everything like that you know and you're right yeah you're uh, right i think that boom goes to evo he's right there Mm -hmm. where's sakurai is he not going to evo does he not did he go to evo japan does anybody know no no he did not he didn't so again is nintendo supporting that scene like how much are they support? You say, oh yeah, they love this exposure, but it, it seems like they they don't care. That's my they interest. they do love the exposure, but they only love it so far as as how much can we get out of it for as minimal of effort as possible. Exactly, it goes so far. Yeah. Now, when Smash Ultimate was coming out, they brought their their uh, was it out? Yeah, it was after they brought their Comic Con Smash Brothers booth to Evo. Like okay. They, you know, okay. They, just, they, they brought it there, and that was kind of like a, a unique one-time thing because they had Smash Ultimate coming out, and they knew it was good. Again, good exposure. This is pretty cool. But but Steve brings up an interesting point because, like when when these other companies like Harada and and, and Ono whatever they they go to Evo right, they're there. They're not only presenting on stage, but it's like during the course of Evo, they'll do signings. They'll show up. You know. They'll have mm-hmm. little like side events, you know. Hey, play this little side tournament. You yeah, know, maybe, yeah. and they're promoting something else, you know. Nobody from Nintendo of America, like, or, I'm sorry, Nintendo proper or on this game's development community, went to Evo. Like, yeah. they, they they sent they sent their their you know, you know no offense, but they sent their NOA goons uh, to just go and and set up the booth and run it. And here's a poster on your way out. Yeah, but you know, Reggie didn't show up. I mean, even though he had nothing to do with the games, like there was one time Reggie had a video that they showed at Evo where, and it wasn't even revealing anything. It was just sort of like a acknowledgement video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, keep going, guys. You know, we we love and support you, you know, fingers crossed, whatever. If anything, anything, you would expect them to be in Evo Japan. They don't have an excuse when they don't show up in Evo Japan. You know what I mean? But uh, you well, it, it goes it, it goes back to what we said though. They're not they don't really like the support. The, the yeah, they don't like think, competitive scene for. Smash. I also think it goes back to like the control thing <laughs> because they do do their own events. They do have their own like tournaments. They, they yeah, have that one before E three. Those invitationals, the Smash invitationals, yeah, 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 yeah. where Reggie is there. They are there. They're like they're promoting mm-hmm. and stuff. It, it's it's very much about the control and perception and uh, put, projecting that image that they want to see for the game. It's very consumer focused, consumer positive. Where building hype for this, go buy it. Everything we are doing is leading to you becoming like sampling this and eventually becoming like a paying customer to this. Whereas, while that's probably part of the objective for like Harada and Ono and everyone else at Evo, they also dare because they love the fighting game scene. That's like that's their passion yeah. as well. So there is a difference there. And as we talked about earlier, soccer made it clear like this is not what we're what the game is pushing for it's not his personal prerogative while it's they have no objection to people taking the game and running with like that 
as the much as sport you've seen from them in the official fighting game tournaments is as far as they're probably ever going to go with that stuff. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I got to go back on what Steve said too. It's uh, the consumer. Like people care more about having Waluigi in Smash than they're talking about having good internet. Uh, that we'll is see a, more people that is talk an about unfortunate reality <laughs> that you know? is true it's true oh and it, it shouldn't yeah. be true but it's true <laughs> you know they they want we want waluigi we want this character well, well, i don't see people really campaigning for instead of one dlc character give us good net code yeah i mean good net code should be a character how about yeah, that? Right. Like, if, if we were to make a tier people list, people of, demand it. Yeah. If we we're going to make a tier list of what I get asked about constantly in Smash Brothers, it's who do you predict will be the next characters? Who do you want to be the next characters? What's your dream character? It was Banjo. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, it's always that. And then later on, and, and not nearly as much, but it does get brought up, was like, you know, I wish this had good internet. When are they going to fix the internet? But Kenny's right. Like it always, the priority is always who do you want in Smash? Who do you think will be the next Smash character? Who's it going to be? Like it's always just what's the next character? What's the next character? What's the next character? They care more about, and, and yeah, and at the end of the day, that is, it definitely leads to more excitement because if, if Nintendo showed up and said, we're going to have a Smash Brothers Direct and everyone got all excited and all Nintendo said is, we're fixing online. Good night. Well, like, that doesn't really people disappointed with that. That doesn't generate nearly as much hype as say like when when uh, something like Joker shows up at the Game Awards and you're like, whoa, what? <laughs> like so. So so going on that like new characters and stuff. Uh, real, uh, we talked a lot about online. I want to change gears real quick about like characters. Yeah. Uh, I got a question from one of our patrons from Carl. Uh, so we had Minmin added today, but uh, and before we start recording, Steve and I kind of talked about this a little bit too. So we're gonna get back into this about representation. Um, so mm. Carl asks, assuming that the five yet to be revealed fighters in Fighter Pass Two are the final entrants in Smash Brothers, do you think the roster will finally get some minor- minority representation? at some point like today they missed with twintel yes. we got min min so we we did get uh another female character at least but you know we did not get a minority character in there so what would you uh yeah what do you have to say um, to that i think that also depends um, it's rough look at the roster now <laughs> the the only two are two variations of the squid kids <laughs> the variation it's a variation well, okay, the, i mean so. does Ganon the, uh, is a mythological okay, so how about this what is he is character? mythological right so that's yeah. I, I i did that on purpose because i wanted yeah. to know i want to you know i kind of wanted to bring that aspect up of it yeah well so are the squids um yeah so that's I, true they're there is, is there minor, like, is there minority representation in villager i don't play him kenny there is one yeah where he can um i guess you can get one of the other col- like the uh mixed colors or something like that Let's do it the me fighters as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you, you have to make them but yourself. Yeah, you have to make them yourself. I feel that's a cop out. That's you know? definitely it is. a cop out. It is absolutely a cop out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But man, so, it's rough. Uh, here, here's my thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this once and be done with it. Um, I don't give a flying rat's ass about representation in any game. Um, if you have a, a company that does not want a particular group in the game that is the company's prerogative and I just won't support it. I don't need to be coddled so that um, I can feel that I'm accepted within your particular game. Uh, there's something that uh, I think I remember it was like Charlemagne that said, um, go to where you're celebrated, not tolerated. I don't think if 
uh, my, or Nintendo, or if Sakurai or anybody that's working on Smash, if they technically do not care for putting uh, minority characters in a game, then me as a minority should not care about supporting your game. Uh, why not focus on other games that do support that on their own merit and have those games come up to be the most popular it thing? The reason why we are so focused on Smash is because it's the new, or it's not the new it thing, but it is the it thing. They've earned that because they have a very good system. They have a, a, a huge diverse uh, uh, roster of characters, as in diverse characters, as in from like all these other franchises. But yeah. when it comes to representation, of minority characters, it's obvious that they do not care. Since they do not care, I do not care so much about their game. It's just that simple. I'm not worried about not having those characters in there, only for the simple fact that uh, it's never been something that I felt was important enough for them to consider. So I should just focus on other games that do support that. Um, why should I why should I be so upset that I need to have representation in said thing that doesn't want me there? It's obvious that they don't. But who knows? Maybe they, maybe they forgot about representation? Who knows? Um you know what? it was it's it's something that I've 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 gone over before because before Michael had actually mentioned it, I didn't realize that there weren't that many uh, yeah. diverse characters in the game. I didn't realize that there wasn't that many in there. And I think that's something that's kind of just indoctrinated into the brain because it reminded me of In Living Color that pointed out that, um, wait, there's no black people in the Flintstones? Flintstones, yeah. Black past. Oh and my gosh, said, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, or in the Jetsons said, in the future. And then they said the Jetsons. You tell me there's no black people in the future? Both cartoons I've watched almost every episode for yeah. the entirety of the series. I've never really realized that there's a single black person in either of those cartoons until it was mentioned. And then I realized, well, it's, it's obvious that Hanna-Barbera could care less. They just don't want your, you know, uh, people like you, quote unquote, in their, in their show. So why was I supporting it? It was the fact that you, you just got used to it. I kid, got used yeah. to the fact that there were just no diverse characters in Smash. It's not the fact that I, I should be upset about them for it or I should hate them for it. It's just the fact that that's just what they want. And if that's what they want, then maybe I shouldn't be supporting it if that's what I want. I should be more supportive of games that do have that roster. And maybe they might be just as good as Smash. You're, you're, the only reason why it's becoming an issue now is because they're the it thing right now. Maybe something else might come up you know, a little later. That's just my personal way of taking it. Um, I, I, think, I think the problem here is not necessarily Nintendo. I think it's more of a, it's more of a damnation of the whole game industry. Because yeah. Smash Brothers is celebrating, you know, all the years, 30 plus years of video games. And let's, most of these are the main characters, right? Min Min yeah. is, is, is an outlier where it's not the main character, uh, no matter what they say. But ah. you, you look at this and you say, okay, look at this roster. It's, um, it, it doesn't seem very diverse. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of been, it's not really, it's, it's definitely, definitely in, in large part, you know, on Nintendo, but it's also like, yeah, wow, like there have not been many diverse main characters in video games. Yeah, in general. Period. Yeah. yeah. Going across everything, like Snake, Richter, Simon, you know, Mega Man, all, all like all Cloud, Bayonetta, like you just you just go down all these third party characters and it's like 
they're not they're doing they're all in they're in the same boat like oh yeah and it, it was why i mean well i won't say the name of the game uh but there was a game that i did support on on uh, on a kickstarter and people if they know this quote they'll know the game but hmm. uh where this game was was not picked up for publishing and they had to go kickstarter or not kickstarter but whatever crowdfunding because someone had said wow you 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 really want to do a game where your main character is a is a not is non-white and non-male good luck <laughs> that just kind of made me mad and i'm like i'm like all right you know i'm gonna support this game more because yeah. i i absolutely hated the fact that it's a very real thing where people are are saying like hey who are you to tell me like a person who looks like me what i won't or won't buy like, like you're saying, yeah i wouldn't buy yeah. a video game you know if it if it featured you know uh you know a, a minority character that was also female uh you know forget you i'm buying that game i'm in fact i'm gonna give it more money now because i'm so disgusted at the fact that oh you're gonna deny me you're gonna deny this game's existence because it's it, the marketability of its main character. Boo. Yeah. You know, boo on you, sir. I'm, I'm buying this. <laughs> there, there are plenty of games out there that are niche, that are indie, that do have you oh, know, yeah. a, a, a diverse cast uh, out there. It, the, the, the problem is that most AAA games aren't there yet. And it just yeah. takes that one game to, to make that, that jump from indie to mainstream mm -hmm. to where people yeah. like it. And it comes down to the developer. You're saying something? Oh yeah, no, I think that like you're like nailed it because like I think um, AAA studios are a lot like Hollywood. Like Hollywood and AAA studios are very afraid to take the leap. They're like, I don't know, you know, this demographic. If we do this, like you know, uh, what was this? Uh, George Lucas was saying he had a very hard time pitching t the Tuskegee Airmen movie because oh, Red Tails, Red Tails, because it was all primarily an all African American cast and he was having trouble. And I think same thing happens with a lot of uh, AAA studios, and uh, it's kind of yeah. it's, it's, it is sad. Like I, well, I've looked I mean, over the Nintendo roster. It's, yeah, it's this it's the same um, excuse that they use for uh, the movie, the Moses movie that um, had um, God. What was or his name? Um, Gods and Kings, I think. Right? Yeah. No, 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 no or Exodus. No, no, yeah, Exodus. Exodus. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. And Gods and Kings is the same thing. Jeez, well, why yeah. not? Sure. Um, but it's the idea that it, you will tend to lose money off, off of it. Like that's just the bottom line. Is that and I remember you were saying that too with um uh with the the, the cast of um God what was it uh, of Star Wars like Japan won't like this uh, uh the China. African yeah they just won't China. like or not Japan I'm sorry yeah. China China won't they, like yeah it. they they're looking at numbers they made so the poster and they put Finn much smaller in the poster yeah, no, I think no I think like in one of the posters they just straight up removed him they just didn't put him on it like well you could yeah. see like he's very small and he's kind of in yeah, the wow, I've yeah. seen both where like one they just didn't have him on there at all yeah, and there was really. like one, yeah, so, yeah again they're they're looking at numbers as opposed to you know um diversity and yeah, that could like, be a factor as well because when it comes to okay we're gonna have this indie company that really wants to make things diverse and you have this triple A company that's like we need to make more money how do we make my money what's the, what's the what's the key point here well can't have any diverse characters you want to make money make them make them white. i, I it, it feels it feels like 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 a low picking fruit or whatever here yeah. but like last year was it or maybe two years ago when jedi fallen order got its first official announcement and they showed the main character for that game. I was just like, wow. Like, yeah. I didn't, it, it was just like the whitest dude you've ever yeah. seen. Well, you know, like, like Nathan in, in Drake, Jedi like Fallen you, Order. And I was like, there's okay, like a meme. Wow. If you look at <laughs> video game protagonists, there's like 30 or 40 and they're all 
you know, like I say, it's all very. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's because I've gotten older or if, or if the issues got brought up more. But it was like very yeah, it's gotten brought up more with that Jedi Fallen Order. It like I don't know why, but it just stood out to me. I'm like this is the most generic, yeah, generic boring looking, generic yeah. boring. And like, you know what's yeah. funny? I bet they lost numbers because of that. I bet because the character wasn't unique enough that they actually didn't get as much sales as they would probably like because it was so generic looking. It's yeah, aesthetic. maybe I don't know. It it it, it definitely didn't help me. Like yeah, I'm the, I, I, like I'm the target audience the for something smash. like that game, and I looked at that and I was just kind of like, oh my god, this is the most boring looking main yeah. character I've ever but, seen. But you know what? The the fact that um there's games like uh what is it um there's a fighting game coming out called Corrupt that it looks fantastic and it has a, a, a great amount of combos the characters look cool um and the the graphics look dope and you know you got the minority as the main cast so you have another one called black salt that's another fighting game that's coming out that has a, a all minority cast and it's uh, again these things are gaining uh notoriety you know they're, they're actually starting to uh, gain attention because people are seeing the work that's being put into it um uh i i think instead of fighting for inclusion, I think it's more important to fight, or not fight, but focus more attention on independence. You don't need them to call you. You don't need them to, to be like, okay, fine, we'll, we'll do a, a affirmative action and, and add one African-American character in there just to keep them to shut the hell up, you know? Like, no, it's obviously didn't want us in there. Let's let us make games that have more diverse cast and, uh, have those games be good at gameplay because that's what smash is it has really good fun gameplay that's what made it popular it had really cool characters mm. that had characters from all over nintendo mm -hmm. all over these other companies and it made it popular why not have an independent indie company make a game and have it have great gameplay have a diverse character as far as from other companies and from all of the races and everything that comes in between and make it fun game. If it becomes popular, if it becomes exciting, people enjoy it. That's will be that will be the new it thing. And guess what? Other companies will follow because they'll see that that thing makes money. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, doesn't make money. I, I'm not sure with Nintendo if it's like they don't want minority yeah. representation. Yeah. I think I they're just. I think it kind of goes back to sort of like the the sort of isolationist nature of Japan. Yeah, a bit where they just they just. I, I think it's more, I don't know, say, I want to say maybe ignorance in a way where they just, they just don't think about it. Let's, let, let's put it, let, let's do it without sugarcoating it. They're being whitewashed. Let's just do that because they, it's the same, it's the same mentality that I had when I'm watching Flintstones and I'm watching Jetsons. I don't notice it because it's so normalized. But yeah. to Japan, well, it's so normalized that they just, yeah. Well, well the thing is, I think, I think Flintstones and Jetsons have less of an excuse because they were made in America. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like but they, it, they, we're, they, we're didn't, they didn't about, have that. They didn't have that excuse. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about the impact to the American public or to the general public. Yeah, uh, it's well, that's, so indoctrinated yeah. into your. It's so indoctrinated into your psyche that you just become used to it. And I think and, that's what happened and, with and, Nintendo yeah. is the fact that they, it's been so indoctrinated into their psyche that they're just like, yeah, we'll just put more, you know, um, Caucasian characters in there, and they don't realize that there's no minorities in there at all. They just don't realize it. Yeah, because it's a little bit of like, oops, doctor. oops, all, all, uh, <laughs> oops, all berries or whatever yeah. that meme. Let, uh, let's, let's face it. Um, the person that asked Michael that question, you should ask them how many people have been, um, you know, 
ranting and raving about not enough uh, minority characters. Uh, I'm pretty sure Nintendo I mean, hasn't heard the outcry of that. You yeah, know, that's outcry of um, you know do, um, you know Waluigi. <laughs> they've yeah. heard more of that than they've had yeah. uh, people complaining about. Oh, where's yeah. the first character? So but, mm-hmm. there you go. I might have to leave in just a minute. There's a little family issue going, but I want to say at least one thing before. I think people really want that in Nintendo because when that the new Pokemon trainer came out, people were going absolutely wild. They loved her design. The internet exploded. She was trending. And I'm like, people want it. People want diversity for Nintendo, especially when all those new, you know, like when, when uh, I forget, I think her name is Nessa or something like that. And when she came Pokemon out. trainer. Yeah, yeah people were going wild and they were like oh my god look at her look at her this is so cool and people were celebrating her and and you know nintendo could see it you know people people want it they, and especially when nintendo comes in because nintendo has been notoriously for not like not having that and it's like you know granted a lot of their characters and i just looked over the roster they're all fantasy characters and weird looking characters and so forth like that but you know when pokemon came out you know it was very celebrated even like when twin tell as well was kind of uh, celebrated and i think at uh, mm-hmm. but um i would ask you this kenny do you think yeah. they're doing it on purpose or do you think that they just don't notice it and they're just adding like, i think it's just kind of like japan like not knowing too much you know like about this and just you know like uh you know like uh i don't know you know like hey you know i i don't i don't think it's done for malicious reasons i think it's just like hey you know we're just you just know, not thinking about it just not thinking about it right because it, it goes back to like old times it goes back to like japan's never really thought about it when it comes to anime when it comes to anything like from japan they just haven't thought about it like right one of my favorite animes of all time is dragon ball they have they've had in the entire lifetime they've had one character and it's oob and some of the other characters have been rough and i'm like oh my god but then i've been starting to watch jojo and jojo has a diverse cast and all this kind of stuff and it's well, i mean that's that's amazing. anime in most general yeah they but it's anime but it's like from japan like japan yeah, yeah they draw not even a yeah, thought African characters rough most of the time rough yeah and it's I, not never really been a thought in japan and i, I think you know, it's i think it's worth bringing up yeah. and, and holding nintendo's feet to the fire a little bit because they're a global company right they, they talk about it all the time. They're a global company. So, and they've been a global company. So I think now is the time now more than ever. It's, it's definitely one of those, like <clears throat> you are a global company. Like Kenny brought up, you had, you had the success of, of the Pokemon trainer Nessa um, and you had Twintel. Um, I think now is the time where it's like, you are running out of excuses <laughs> to, to not, to, to, not notice this this trend so i don't know maybe 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 that'll be a positive coming out of this in the future uh of all all the stuff going on in the world now maybe maybe it will but like it's also kind of like steve said it's like you're only doing it because you know it's brought you kind of have to exactly yeah not 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 because uh you 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 really wanted it yeah you know out of the goodness of your heart which is kind of it's it's like a double-edged sword you know a bit in a way so it's well, I mean, it wouldn't be a double-edged sword if they just did it. Then we would know that they, they want to actually yeah. do that. I mean, well, it would, you would see in the roster. like that's There's, there's another thing, too. And you and Kenny have brought it up twice. Or not not twice, I'm sorry. Multiple times. Where he's an assist trophy. But it's like, why wasn't Rodan from Bayonetta made playable? Exactly. Like, he, he does a lot of the same stuff as Bayonetta. He wouldn't be necessarily an, an echo, but he'd definitely be similar with some of the same moves and it's like right. why didn't you throw rodan as playable i get it like oh, only one bayonetta but it's like that would have been a really good start 
yep. right there if if you threw Rodan in there. Rodan is like one of the coolest, coolest characters. Coolest looking characters, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he's a cool character, like in yeah, Bayonetta, yeah. like not just looking. He is really cool. He's like, he is the... He's the Akuma. He's the blade of the series. Like, he's I mean, the blade, but like he's yeah. the hardest boss fight in Bayonetta one and two. You have to, you have to earn like a billion dollars or whatever it is to fight him, and then he is harder than any any of the other characters in the game. He he, yeah. you know, he wrecks you. So it's like, I'm kind of like, yeah, you. I think Rodan should have been a playable character. Personally, he he's really cool looking. He should have been. Yeah, um, I, I I again, I, I think it's just indoctrination. I, I think their mentality is like they've already been conditioned to 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 do that. Again, it could come down to money and statistics, where they're like, oh well, this character won't sell as much, blah blah blah, or whatever, and they're not willing to to take the risk. Um, and it could just be that they they haven't noticed. It could be yeah. either one of the. You we know, need the that video game moment. That's the equivalent of like. Uh, Marvel doing Black Panther, doing uh, Captain Marvel, you know, Wonder Woman, you know, having these, like, the superhero movies, finally mm -hmm. having these breakout hits involving, you know, uh, a black lead or a female lead, and it's like, we're proving you wrong. There is a market, not like, the money. Yeah, there is a market. There is there a market for this. There, and that's, we need, like, and, that AAA video game moment of that. Yeah, like, and, the, and, where, and where that's what's, out. yeah, and that's what's difficult for companies to understand, because before, to be honest, before Black Panther, um, let's face it, the, the, the movie that resurrected Marvel, as far as movies are concerned, was Blade. It wasn't, it wasn't Iron Man. Blade was the first one to really get them the yeah. money to where they could make Iron Man. And yeah. they knew that there was a market there. Yeah, it's like the forgotten first step, right? It's the forgotten, yeah. yeah because that led to the, the X-Men live action film being possible because they saw the reception to Blade. They saw the reception. Blade was amazing. Yeah, and they know, they've been known that there's a market there. It just comes down to if you can make a movie that is mediocre and still make money because that's what they can do with uh, quote-unquote Caucasian actors. They can make a mediocre movie and they still have the star power to carry the movie. Now, that's not that's not the case with a lot of them when it comes to let's say uh ghost in the shell she i mean they were really upset that johansson got that lead role but they said oh it's johansson she can carry the movie well it turns out she couldn't so they're still taking that risk but it's a less of a risk and i think that's what hollywood is going for is yeah. that less of a risk and um, it's it's i don't i don't know like i've not i'm not like a market and uh analyst yeah but yeah. like i've to me it's always been like <sighs> If 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 the next Naughty Dog game, let's say, had a a you know uh, uh, minority character lead, right, or or female 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 minority lead, I know they have Lost Legacy, I know that kind of exists, but that's, that's yeah not, yeah yeah, that's not like a main main game, you know what I mean? Yeah it's, yeah. It's, I feel it it would probably sell just as well, right? Like if if uh, if Last of Us three you know, had a brand new character who was, you know, uh, you know, definitely who was, was, was female or minority or whatever. I don't think people would care. I think people would be like, oh, yeah, more Last of Us. Um, like even, even in, and it could be a new IP. Yeah, as yeah, long, no, this, as long as, this as, long was, as the game is good, as long as yeah, the game yeah, is this of was, a This was apparent in um, Grand Theft Auto. Um, uh, I even had friends like at the arcade that were <laughs> like, really? Like still like in San Andreas, like a black lead? Like what, why is he like on a, like they didn't understand, and I'm like, yeah, really? <laughs> like, no, I legit had people like, like, at, like 
freak out about the fact that San Andreas had like, like, why is he, I don't understand. I mean, when like, they saw it and I saw the game was supposed to be set in the early nineties in, in basically in California, I'm like, basically, I'm yeah, like why wouldn't it? <laughs> why wouldn't it be? And that's the exact reason I was like, well, why wouldn't it be like, you, you do understand like that's the setting. I'm like, th- like they, they are going for all of those, those movies that came out uh, in and around those that times, time and yeah, about so that time. And I'm like, this is, this is the story to tell. Like uh, I would, like I would not want to see what it was. Tommy's the guy's name in GTA Three or whatever. Uh, yeah, Tommy. Yeah. yeah, I would yeah. not want to see. I, I would not want to see or care about what his, you know, life was like during San Andreas or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't like no. Like that. That's and, there's no, there's and no they, story. To they tell even there. went even you know farther north with uh, GTA Four with Nico. Like, and he's like, he's the most uh, like minority character you can like come up with because like, where are you from? Like Yugoslavia or something? I don't yeah, even know what he was Eastern, from. Eastern European. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was like even way more diverse than, than anything that we, we've, we've seen in, in, as a main character. So again, it, it has been proven to work. You can have San Andreas, you can have GTA 4 and those games sold immensely. Uh, what I'm looking for is a female lead in GTA Six. You know that would be great. You know have yeah. have that diversity uh, uh, come up in there. Yeah. Although, I, like the the throw that back with what you said though. Like if if Rockstar, because they've said like we just this isn't the story we wanted to tell. When people like how come there was no female lead and fine. Like we just didn't have any story we wanted to tell. I'm like okay good i don't really want you to force yourself to exactly you know exactly. oh we're just gonna make a female lead in gta exactly. 6 because 100 about I'm behind it. Like, that one reason. don't force it, yourself if that's yeah. not what you want then don't force it either do it because you want to do it yeah you know but don't yeah. do it because you think it's going to win you like social points exactly. that's the wrong it's the wrong reason i am 100 percent it's uh, what is it? I mean, hey, I hate to get into politics here, but uh, it's like the Nancy Pelosi taking a knee, you know, in like a, a, a <laughs> like, like at a, 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 a in the courthouse here or the, or yeah, the yeah, Senate like, floor or whatever it was. Yeah, like, and I'm like, you know what that is? That is pandering, not policy. And you just you don't. We know what you're trying to do. You're trying to appease a certain demographic for your gain. You're not. You don't really care, and we know that. And it's the same thing with uh, 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 Rockstar. We know that they did it because they wanted to. It was a part of the story. That's what they were trying to tell. So they put those characters in there. Uh, with Smash, maybe there's no story to tell. Maybe they, that's not what they're going for. So. I, I think Smash is in a unique situation because it's, it's more of a, a celebration of video games, right? It's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not telling new stories necessarily. The problem is, is like it, it holds a mirror up to the video game industry as a whole. And guess what that mirror shows? A lot of white yeah and and it's it's absolutely partially nintendo's fault because again, the roster is mostly nintendo characters and yeah. nintendo has not really shown a lot of diversity in their main character roster yeah simple fact is what it is following the narrative they they right. know where the money is. so but it, but it, all the third parties are in the same boat like they're all sort of guilty of this in a way yeah. like yeah it's a celebration of gaming and that celebration of gaming is for worse just very very much what we look at in that roster very very white yeah Uh, and that's when i come that's when i i get to the point of indoctrination where people are just so used to it they don't notice the difference they just they're just i mean i i definitely i noticed yeah of course yeah yeah a little little bit i I was like "Eh, this is uh." like as the roster grew and like it sort of kept growing and kept growing and it's just like you know 
it's starting to look like because they kept adding like more human characters it kind of seemed to be a trend right yeah where like after definitely after brawl it's like starting with snake like all the new characters started going in like from there and especially going into four and the ultimate it was like a lot of them were human like they're all like banjo is the outlier here you know everyone else everyone else has been basically a human min min has coil for arms whatever like everyone's very humanistic right and like what what do the you know it just kind of like seems to be the thing where it's like well well then here's here's the question i would ask then what main character from any game that is a minority would you pick to be in smash uh i mean if if you were gonna say to me like just yeah anything, and you and michael you michael anybody that's out there um what I, main character is you see the i pick i'd of, pick ajna from right. indivisible there is a there is that'd be me a, a lack of diverse characters in video games in in the whole and that's why nintendo i'm guessing is why nintendo doesn't have that is because they're just not in any game I don't, I don't know, Michael, what, what, what character would you pick? I mean, I, I, I would honestly want them to, the thing I want to see the most, honestly, is I, I want Nintendo to, I want them to, I want them to make a new game pretty much. I want them to be at a spot where they've made a new game from the ground up that features like a strong minority character in the lead and put that in there versus like them needed to like search for someone like, cause uh, I feel like they're going to, like, what will happen is they'll go to, like, indie games. They'll go to indie games because there's the most diversity there. They'll pick yeah. someone there. It'll be, like, champion. It'll be, like, covered and stuff. And everyone will be like, this is great. They're, they're including a character, which is good. You know, it is good to show representation there. But it, it goes back to, like, I think it's a more of a systemic problem where they just haven't, for whatever reason, they just haven't had these characters in their games. They haven't had this representation. I, I, and I, they, they definitely need to do something about that. They definitely need to be made aware of it like you were saying like it might be ignorance and it might not be aware of it but like how many times have we seen someone ask nintendo a question about something like even like this will be right up your alley simmons like when they asked about why zelda can't be the main character and like oh, and they giving like it's just tone deaf it's a tone deaf answer but like oh, they just they're, they're so stuck in like their lore their rp whatever their explanation is in their head they just haven't been challenged they have not yeah. been challenged no oh, one I has could, pushed yeah. back hard enough against them to say please just like consider this. Yeah, I think that's the thing is you need more people to speak up and do that, which is also why, why I get your point, Steve, that like I think it is ultimately it will be better for the world if like people don't like try and like fake their way into things and just like be independent, be authentic and like make your own thing. And then like, you know, because of that empowerment you feel by doing that, I think that, that, that that's a very important thing that, that, that to have. But at the same time, I still think there's so much value because of the way the world is right now, we, we, your that type of thing is going to be changed. It's going to take time to happen. Oh yeah. What people oh, yeah. can do that, right that now is yeah. put in, uh, like my counter would be put in somebody who, you know, can show people out there, especially like I think younger people are more impressionable because he said, how many of us didn't know like Sims, uh, not Simpsons, but uh, sorry, Flintstones and Jetsons yeah, yeah. and have a single black character in them. It's like because it's so normalized. Yeah. Like the more the more tra- more visibility there is out there that there are diverse the this, the real world has diverse people out there. The more that becomes the new normal. I, I think that has a lot of value as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I have. 
I have to throw in because I'm too much of a of a, of a fanboy of Monosoft. I have to throw in they could put Elma in there, although I don't bring Elma up too much because there's an asterisk when I when bringing up Elma as far as representation because there's a very there's there's a there's an asterisk reason why I maybe or maybe not yeah, might yeah. be the best. I would I would say uh, uh, Michael is right in the idea of make a, a completely new game that has a diverse cast because if you really think about it, when you think of Nintendo, is there a single african-american or not even that just a, a, like how many minorities are, are so like, in steve that's where i was struggling i was trying to keep myself this strictly to nintendo franchise you asked me yeah a, yeah a like game. how many like minority characters and, are in and, yeah nintendo in general you know what i mean like i've never noticed it they i mean even like people like but people always point back to town and try and champion them saying like oh they had one of the first female leads they had samus who was hidden behind a mask for the entire game, so you didn't know it, was treated as like a big surprise reveal, like, oh, you couldn't believe that. Yeah, and then yeah. you were rewarded for better performance by sexualizing her, by like having her in a bikini and stuff, and, <laughs> and more revealing clothing, the better you did anyway. So yeah, you're yeah, still, yeah. Uh, you know, objectified at the end of the day. So, I mean, and, you know, the whole thing's over time, like, better depictions here and there, but then, you know, hit the rock bottom with other M where... Uh, oh, character God. assassination pretty much on that I'm dependent <laughs> on men I need men to like save me and stuff I can't yeah. be a weak character now it's like uh, what the hell did you just do here but yeah like Steve I'm struggling that uh, the thing about Nintendo because if I go to third parties and independent games there are definitely plenty of characters I would want uh, to be in there as well and I well, I just want to be proud one day to say like this Nintendo first party character in here like makes me happy about the it, state it, of of yeah. diverse representation in Nintendo games and we're not it, there we're not even here. Yeah, that. the only thing you could say is Elma from Xenoblade X is like the best. Really, you could one do. so out of all because Simmons yeah. has the mind of an encyclopedia. If there, you can only think of one. It's but like, like I said, there's, Xenoblade Chronicles. There's nope, a, no there's an there. asterisk though because there's there's a reason why that's not even really a great pick though. Wow. Um, if that's if any tough. if anyone's beaten if anyone's beaten the game, you'll understand what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like like that's that's kind of like your closest thing to to a minority lead in a Nintendo game. There's probably been other things like they've done um, where they've like published or helped distribute. Uh, but not necessarily internally developed on their own. I mean, you have some stuff with like Codename Steam, eh. yeah. <laughs> but like generally speaking, like you look at the whole damn cast of every Fire Emblem game. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's like so, you okay. have yeah. So so here's the thing. Um, think about this. Um, you have this goes back to what I was saying when it comes to okay, well are they are they doing this on purpose or are they just following a marketing plan they know that caucasian characters will probably sell more so is that what they pandered to the entire time that they had nintendo because let's face it it is a japanese company but yet most of the main characters luigi uh you know um uh, um mario uh, uh princess uh even uh, samus mm. they're all caucasian characters they're pandering to their american market but yet it's a Japanese company. Why wouldn't they I, have nothing but I, Japanese? I don't, I don't think it was market pandering with a lot with Nintendo. Okay. Um, because the thing, the, the frustration with Nintendo is always how like they kind of don't, they don't do anything. They do whatever they want. Yeah. And they don't seem to ever really pay attention to the American market much at all. Like they went on this initiative where we're like, we're going to make brain training games for old people in Japan. And then we're going to make you sell it America. 
Like, yeah. There was no incentive or, or no outcry in America to be like, I really need a, a memory training game for my DS. Like that was just yeah, something yeah. Nintendo decided. And so then it comes to down to why not make Mario Japanese? Why not make Samus Japanese? It's okay. A- so I can answer this one um, for Mario anyways. So no. Mario, Mario is a creation of, of a lost license. They were supposed to make a Popeye game. Okay. Like, but then they lost the Popeye license. The deal fell through. So instead, they they converted things, the idea of, of Bluto, Olive Oil, and, and Popeye into Donkey Kong, uh, Pauline, and Mario, Jumpman. Yeah. So Mario exists from a sort of, uh, uh, okay, I couldn't make Popeye, but I wanted to make a cartoon. So it's kind of, it, in a way, it's just sort of recreating a dynamic from super old american cartoons and that's how mario kind of like exists from so then that. ask ask yourself this why did they need the license to popeye the american market when they're a japanese company yeah that's the thing because because uh king pictures or whatever at the time was was like uh maybe looking at it because arcades had already taken off like yeah. it's already already been around yeah so so there was a thing where like oh we'll make a deal with with this and they're like hey we want you to make this arcade game and then the deal falls through and then they're like well what do we do we have to convert all these things and they were yeah, struggling yeah, like if you go back to the, to the point in time like nintendo was actually doing really poorly in in the late 70s where they were like they had one arcade release called radar scope and it flopped miserably yeah. and they're like yeah, we, yeah. Need to, we need to find a way to convert this and the Popeye deal fell through. What do we do? And, you know, Miyamoto comes up with, with Donkey Kong. So, you know, it all kind of flows from there. And he's talked about like, he just kind of, he considers Mario characters, cartoon characters. He com- constantly compares them to like olive oil and Bluto with like Bowser and Peach. So yeah, yeah, for yeah. him, it's just sort of like, I'm just sort of copying American okay, cartoons. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, which it's funny though that it's Popeye of all things, because my God, if you watch the original Popeyes, you have not seen a more politically incorrect <laughs> cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah, Popeye. You, if when you, you watch the original Popeyes, like, yeah. and 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 especially but yeah, towards like the early you know, Popeyes, though, like later on, they got a little better. But the early, yeah, Popeyes. but like the early ones, like the, the yeah, the, the early ones, were more propaganda yeah, ones. Holy cow! Like, but I mean, so you you do you do know the story behind Mario, which is which is a, a pretty good one. But I guess the one behind Samus is just like oh. Samus thought they were just being clever. I think. I guess. I, I guess. Yeah, I they were just trying to play against like expectations of the time. Yeah. Then why wasn't she? Why wasn't she Japanese? What market are they trying to appeal to? That's the. That's I mean, the, could you really even tell what she was? I was gonna say I don't even know if those, like in the original those sprites they are made so a fucking. I could tell she was a blonde chick. That's the only. Yeah. No, she had green well, she had hair, right? Yeah, she didn't. She had green. Yeah, she had this weird color. Yeah. She had green yeah. hair originally. They were doing like a some weird body with suit. It. it was just yeah. like. It wasn't oh, until like, later. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think, I don't, I don't, I think there was not a lot of thought put into Samus originally. I thought it was, I think it was just, ah, what if I did this at the end? Okay, cool. Whatever. Throw yeah, it just in. throw it in. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's the way video games were made back in the day. Like, yeah. yeah, and then it I, becomes what it is, you know? <laughs> I think but, it's, uh, when, I think it's when you get to probably maybe Super Nintendo or N64, especially when yeah. you get to that point in time, then it's kind of like just, you might want to take a step back and say, like, hey, yeah. here's Ocarina of Time. Is there the only, the only, the only, you know, sort of minority mm-hmm. representation are kind of considered 
bad. They, yeah. yeah. So, if you look at the Gerudo and stuff. Uh, yeah. So it's like you've already. Not a good look, honestly. Yeah, it's kind of like not a good look. Here's nice the thing, and, and this yeah, is, is a rant, and well, I, I know you've heard this from me before, but like I feel like Nintendo could take this not good look, but they could use it to to springboard a Zelda game into telling a really compelling interesting you know uh, thoughtful and relevant story in today's world using the setup they've accidentally created but they won't because they just want to tell a simple like the, the same basic simple story over and over which it kills me inside because i i see where you could take something that's been created and set up with zelda and tell a very relevant important good storyline uh, regarding this subject, and they just, they just won't do it because they they're they're way too afraid of that. Um, yeah, and that's the other thing with Nintendo is th th their fear. They don't, and and I've been told this from people who worked within the company too. It's like they hate controversy. Yeah, and <laughs> all that's like forms. the whole reason about the rumor about why uh, what's it called? Which mother wasn't localized or something because yeah. they don't know how to handle uh, that one yeah. character or something. I'm not too familiar with. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Like um, they hate yeah. controversy, even if it's minor, even if it's if it's whatever. Like how, no matter how big or small it is, like they absolutely despise controversy. So uh, that's why I think you see a lot of things with Nintendo. They, they do things not for marketing, I'd say, but more out of fear. They want to do what is going to be the path of least resistance, what is going to cause the least amount of outcry whatsoever. And it, it's backfiring on them now. Because now you sit there and realize, like, we'll make the most generic, broad thing ever. Like, you know, now it's kind of like, yeah, and that, that excludes other people because of you going for that mass market um hmm. so yeah like from from looking at nintendo as a whole it's just kind of like i think things are done more out of we don't want to be controversial at all at all we'll just what is the thing that'll make everyone happy um which mm, i'm not i don't know i i feel like they could take a harder stance on things so but that that's a yeah. whole nother subject honestly that's yeah. a whole nother uh friend code <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to. Uh, we've been talking about this for a while. I want to bring it back to a, a fighting game related thing because it's the last kind of like topic I wanted to talk about. Um, <laughs> brought up by uh, kind of brought up by one of our patrons, Reagan. Uh, kind of like the say the fighting game community in tournaments right now with like COVID nineteen. I know we're switching gears like hardcore yeah. here, but I mean like like they asked about Evo, like Evo becoming this like month long event over several weekends versus what we've been used to, like a focused weekend of events. So I mean, on a personal level, like how, how has it been dealing with like not having as many tournaments, especially like, you know, the, the almost every weekend having a fighting game tournament to look forward to, to check out. And yeah, how, how are you feeling about like everything going online? Like what Evo's going to be doing um, with, with their format this year? Uh, one thing I'm, I'm hoping it like, what happened too, especially with all those uh, bad online games getting kicked out, is that I maybe it brings some kind of um, focus now. But I, you know, like I said, it's Japan again, and Japan's like, hey, you know, we're making money. You know, why bother? But you, I like now it's like, okay, all you bad games, you you got to sit down. So and you know, with the whole COVID thing, I hope it brings a light to these companies. Like, yeah, maybe maybe we should um, focus on internet. Um, it was wild because when I was in Chicago, I was right there as all the, like the last tournament literally got shut down because of, uh, of COVID. So it, it, it's, it's a major bummer because when you're going out and connecting with the people, it's super cool. 
I mean, either you get to watch some good stuff on, you know, if, if you're not, um, at the tournament, you get to at least watch some really cool, um, stuff. You get to watch some really cool tournaments, but now you can't. And literally in the street fighter tournament, a couple of people just left because the connections were bad that the Capcom cup. Oh yeah. Didn't in yeah. item or something like, just yeah. like straight up Yesterday. quit because of a bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and now it's like, he got you know, command grabbed like five times in a row, apparently. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm just gone. He couldn't tech out of it. I don't know. I don't I don't know if Steve saw that matchup. Maybe he could he would have a better insight on uh, it. no, I, I didn't see the, I didn't see the matchup, so I, I I didn't see why he couldn't tech out of it. But I mean, the, obviously when it comes to online versus offline, um the the online matches in particular games, you cannot react to certain things. So it becomes a completely different game. Oh, yeah. I said that, I said this before. Um the online uh community is going to change the aspect of winners and when it comes to uh, these mm -hmm. games. Uh, instead of, uh, and I think I, I like retweeted a meme of it, instead of, you know, oh, um, Sonic Fox and uh, Takedo are the new champions of this, it's gonna be, uh, you know, uh, Hug My Nuck 69 is now the new champion of <laughs> Yeah. And the, the, the people that never had the money or the resources to fly themselves all the way out to Las Vegas to compete in these tournaments can now actually compete in these tournaments. And you're going to mm -hmm. see a completely different uh, uh, change in the so quote unquote best players in the world, because they've been practicing all this time uh, against people online and these tournament players like Song Fox oh, and Takedo yeah. and all that That's stuff fine. like that. They've been playing offline most of their lives. When they go online, it is a completely different aspect. There's there are things that you just physically cannot react to, yeah. and you have to be able to adapt to that. And the people who have been playing online this whole time have already done that. So I'm predicting that a lot of the tournament players are, are tournament champions that are going to be in the Evil Online roster are going to be a lot different, except for those games that already have great netcode, Killer Instinct, uh, Skullgirls. Um, Fighting Herds, I guess, there's another one. Yeah. Um, all, all those games are going to have, you know, the, the old school um, uh, champions be the champions. But the other games, uh, I think it's going to be a, a lot different. It's okay. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to change the way that things are. But you know what Evo did that was smart? They changed it to Evil 2020 Online, as opposed to just Evo 2020. Mm -hmm. So it's like a, a completely different set of, of the tournament. So um, I think that's great. So they, they're going to have Evo... Um, you know, which is regular Evo, which is going to be in Vegas, but since they can't have it, they'll have Evo online and they'll still have Evo Japan, which I still think is going to be a thing. I mean, when does Evo Japan actually, uh, is supposed to happen? Yeah, it's like in, oh, in December. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I mean, they're probably still waiting to make a call on that. Yeah, so exactly. Far so, the year. Oh, um, hmm. if they do that, that's fine. But, um, I think this is a great opportunity for those people that want to shine or want to show their their uh, their skills, and now they have the chance to. But with that being said, how many cheaters are going to be out there? Like they can't stop that. The people are going to be using modded controllers. Uh, you, you know, maybe oh, lag switching yeah. here and there. Um, you you got to figure out uh, how do they uh, counter that? How do they like figure out how to stop people from doing that? There's going to be a lot of weird things happening uh, in these tournaments. And like Simon said, there was a guy that that he just couldn't take out of something that that all comes in the factor as well things are going to change and we just got to figure out how to how to how to adjust to it i guess yeah. 
Oh, and going back to that too, like even Sonic Fox said, like, some characters are a few tiers up because of online. Like uh, Sub Zero, he's like, oh yeah, Sub Zero is much higher tier online because it's much harder to react to his 50 50 online than it is offline. And then yep. he like showed legit proof. And I'm like, he's like, oh man, he's not going to be able to block that overhead and low. Like, and he mixed it up. Like, he did um, the training mode where he mixed. And now yeah, he's like, yeah, I can yeah, block that, it. Yeah, that was, but that online, was already a- that was already a fact in um, MK9 with um, Sony's cartwheel. The only yeah. reason why I was that good with Sony's cartwheel in MK9 is the fact is because I was able to do it and get away with it. You yeah. try that offline and you will get punished to, to, to nothing. So yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, of course there's, there's, um, but that just comes on the net code. Cause imagine if it had perfect net code, then I would have to adjust yeah. my fighting style because I know the cartwheel isn't safe. So, yeah. but even with MK's really good net code, it's still sub zero still, uh it gets a few tiers up online because of uh um, yes because there's a latency there there is an obvious latency the, the guy is already doing the move by the time um you are able to react to uh the 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 low to overhead and i know what what combo you're talking about sub-zero has an overhead to low that's instant so does yeah. she um they gave it to her as well um but sub-zero can do it from uh a farther range his is more mid-range hers is up close um reacting to that stuff takes a ridiculous amount of um, practice uh, in the game online because when you try that stuff offline, I've seen people do it all the time. Uh, Kenny, you remember uh, what's the name? Doomsday. Doomsday oh, had a move that was an overhead to low instantly. Instantaneous. And um, you could just spam it over and over again to somebody who just didn't understand how to stop it. And uh, uh, w- with that, trying to do that online even made it worse because that net oh, yeah. code was uh, a problem but um <laughs> offline i see pros block it all the time oh yeah it, dude it wasn't it wasn't even an, uh, an issue for them yeah, so i was like okay like i guess it wasn't that i guess it wasn't that dangerous after all but, yeah, but the, the reality is, is that online just makes things different so um you're going to see a, a lot of different people um winning playing and entering evo online i think the entrance because um, they haven't even announced uh, like who can enter yet, right? Or they haven't announced the um, opening um, uh, rosters to, for how many people. There's going to be the so rosters, many. The, uh, the, um, um, what? The list. The list, yeah, the, the opening list. There's going to be so many people trying to jump in on this tournament. It's going to be insane. And you know who's probably going to be the most? Brazil. Brazil is. Oh no, no, they're keeping it. Uh, they're keeping it. Um... Localized. Oh, lo- uh, yeah, yeah, North America, North America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, oh, my okay. God, Brazil. I really? Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't so know pe- they're actually keeping it localized. So, so people for, are not allowed. a lot of certain games, yeah, it's, it's going to, gotcha. yeah. Huh. Well, that's that's really good. That's really good because it's going to be – still, I think I think the turnout's going to be huge. There's going to be so many people just – they just want to play. They just yeah. want the opportunity, and they don't have the, the resources. Who wants to pay, what uh, – a thousand bucks to to fly themselves out to freaking Vegas. Uh, hey, Vegas ain't cheap. <laughs> well, it's not during Evo because they do they do uh, yeah. Yeah. convention prices. Well, not uh, to mention Mandalay Bay is on the higher oh, yeah. end. Of, yeah, of Jesus, Vegas man, resorts no, too. So there's just a lot of people that wish they could compete, but they can't because they financially can't, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's so, a really good point about like the. Uh, more access to to people because of like the lower financial yeah. responsibility oh, yeah. for it oh yeah I, I mean think about that but i mean it's so obvious and you know 
It'll be, like, the biggest thing I take away from all this is interesting because however long this lasts, there's always people assume that things will eventually return. The question is like people who come out, like, as you said, there might be a lot of new names that are coming out of this. So it might become household names. What happens when we return back to in-person tournaments? Do, is there going to be a place for online tournaments because of this? Or really do we question. go back to only in-person tournaments and these people now no longer have the access to do it? Do they get screwed out of this? And That's are we even going to return back to like, how many That's, tournaments are going to be able to keep up with this and come back next year or in two years, whenever they can come back? That's, that's yeah. why I, I think that um, Evo uh, did a great, uh, made a great idea by calling it Evo 2020 Online. Or is it Evo Online 2020? So Evo Online 2020 is supposed to be separate from Evo. And it's supposed to be different from Evo Japan. So it's literally three separate Evos. Yeah. So Evo 2020 Online might be the first of many. And that could just be its own thing. And then other, other um, uh, uh, like Combo Breaker, other, other um, tournaments will, will start to follow suit. Combo Breaker online 2021, you know what I mean? And then next year, more and more online tournaments might start happening. Um, it comes down to the netcode. Once, once more companies start realizing that netcode is as important as the game itself, the netcode will get better. And we've seen it. We've seen the transition from MK9 days to now. Oh my God! We yeah, still we still complain about you know bad netcode like with Smash, but the fact is that online is getting better. It is. People are figuring out the netcode. It's getting better, and it takes companies like Nintendo to catch up, which they're taking their sweet fucking time. But it it is uh, uh, they are starting to catch up, and once that becomes more regulated, um, you'll start seeing a lot more evil online tournaments and a lot more combo breaker online tournaments and. So, far, so on and so forth. And just like with the arcade days, I hate to say it, but that might actually replace, um, you know, the, the tournament scene, which is, I, I'd hate to say it, but let's face it, home consoles killed the arcade scene. And that might be the case with uh, online scene and online tournaments as well. Um, who knows yeah, where mean, the future might go, but. Um, like you said, though, it'll, it'll take all the companies catching up to say where yeah. ki is oh 100 like it's the they, same thing with they need, um, like you know namco and capcom need to be at the level of of, of mortal Kombat and killer instincts netcode yeah and once they are there you're right that might actually be dangerous in a way for for in-person tournaments although i would argue that there, there's an out for tournaments because tournaments can be more than just the actual tournament itself it can be a very cool place to meet and socialize and the networking yeah it can that's the same thing with arcades the arcades was that you were able to go there you were socialized right but arcades right but they had one problem that arcades always were very kind of like crunched together and and sort of like cramped small dingy areas when you go to a tournament you're going into like a like a convention center or a giant conference room so there's there's a little more and here's the thing like Tournaments exist because arcades don't, in a way. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, they're they're yeah. more of they're more People of are like longing for that. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, humans are we're social creatures, so yeah. I think there always will be. Maybe there won't be the like like Mike was saying. Maybe there's not a tournament every weekend. Maybe yeah. that doesn't happen anymore. Maybe it's like a, a smaller number of big key tournaments throughout the year. You know, there's the big one in Chicago, the big one in Florida, the big one in Vegas. You know, maybe maybe it's a little more you know scaled back or whatever but i still think that there's 
there's going to be a social aspect and, and maybe, you know, if, if online gets to that perfect level, then, and then that's probably, that's bad for tournaments in one sense, but it also is, is probably a good call for tournaments. Hey, embrace your so social aspect of it. Make yourselves mini conventions, not just tournaments, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, which is, you know, we'll see if they adapt, but you know, we didn't see the arcades adapt too well in no. America. Like, well, like now they're turning into barcades, which is like, man, that should have happened 20 years. Well, but Farm was trying to back in the day. Well, not barcades, but by back in the day, Family Fun was like was adding consoles and doing tournaments and doing things and stuff. They were trying to adapt. They were trying yeah. to adapt. But, but I that, think that at the end of the day, what it was, it was the 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 owner, like the owner of the that that whole area, was just trying to get them out. Because especially yeah, the church that, is that like, was, we want them out. And by the stories, other, that was the other problem, though. Like yeah. arcades got a stigma yeah. in America. Like yeah. and that really hurt them for from from a landlord perspective. Yeah, Whereas a, a, a tournament is just you go to a convention center or whatever, and you just mm -hmm. reserve this room for this weekend. It's yeah. not it's it's not like a permanent residence thing like an arcade is supposed yeah. to be. Maybe that can maybe that'll help it. I don't know. But I mean, like I said, isn't isn't the arcade scene in Japan um, losing momentum as well? Yeah, yeah, it is. But it's yeah. still there. It's yeah. it's it's wonderful. Um, yeah, it it's, it's wonderful to see. Um, it's a it's a very. I mean, I hope you guys we can all go maybe someday yeah. afterwards before it's all gone, just to like sort of. Mm -hmm. It's it's a nice little time portal, you know. Yeah, step yeah, back yeah. into this oh i remember this being this is so great i could just go step into this arcade and you know challenge people and do some fun stuff i don't know like it's, but i mean it's the same it's the same idea of uh the internet cafe like those were the big things like uh for a while and people just realized well i can just set this up on my house and on my phone yeah on yeah. my phone or something like that but there's the same thing with with tournaments is like oh well it, like Simmons was saying, like with a VR with a VR headset, people just want convenience. They don't want to set up a VR stuff. Um, uh, for the casual consumer, they don't want to do that. For the casual consumer, they don't want to have to go out to tournaments. They would just rather, okay, well, I can just enter this tournament online, and I have the same net code uh, as Killer Instinct, so I'm just going to go in and enter that and instead of going to the arcade. I mean, so most people are like that. The most godlike netcode. It's still nothing. It's still not close to the offline experience. It's close. It's as close as you can humanly get. But it's still like you know. Some people will say it's not there. I think there could be room for both. I mean, you know, the hey, we can have evil online. We can have evil Japan, and we can have evil. Yeah, I, I think, I, I think, I for for sure, Kenny. I think you're right. Evil I, physical. I I think Evo's big enough that it can exist side by side. Oh yeah, and some of these tournaments are big enough to exist side by side. But I think we probably might lose if if everything got to that that level. Like we might lose some of those really small, the smaller tournaments. ones. Yeah, that's yeah. What I'm that happen exactly. every single weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that's kind of good because or bad. that's like that's like saying because I mean Evo is like oh well um, we lost we lost Circuit City. Well, you mm -hmm. still have you know um, you know Best Buy. Because Best Buy is like the biggest thing, and Circuit City was just kind of like the smaller things. You see the wave that's that's coming, but you know the bigger ones are still yeah, going to survive that wave up to an extent. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Evo's kind of those things where like there's a lot of people, myself included. I don't go to Evo to compete. I go to Evo to go to Evo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I go yeah. to Evo to it's, see it's people more than just the tournament at that point. So mm -hmm. um, that's where that comes in into into factor as well. Yeah. 
I mean, I think that, yeah, the, the, the going in person experience is always gonna be that for every type of like sporting event and stuff. But I mean, there's obviously no denying like how much, uh, streaming has led to, you know, more people being exposed to this, a different way to experience. Like, I mean, I went to Evo for so many years and then now Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm content just to do watch it on on Twitch and stuff because I mean, also coverage has improved and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I do hope the, the situation that, that can arise from this is that, as you said, Kenny and, and Steve, that uh, online versions of existing in-person tournaments complement, they complement each other and that yeah. the more of them start happening and that companies feel a little bit more pressure now, as all three of you have been arguing, to get with Netcode because this situation has shown that there might be times in the future where you need this or, or otherwise mm-hmm. you're going to fall behind. Like this is a, a unique situation, but clearly some of the biggest names in fighting games are not uh-huh. able to be uh, hold a candle to the other ones who have much better net code and who's to say like as you said like the coming wave you know what's the next one that we might see might favor those who have the best net code for whatever reason yeah 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 and <laughs> yeah I, I it's it's an interesting thing but it all kind of hinges very much on whether or not these companies get to that level that that NRS Skullgirls and Killer Instinct is at. They've got to get to that that level of of netcode of 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 connectivity before yeah. I think you can really see those giant waves of, yeah. of change come through. Hey, I'd say the same thing with crossplay too, man. These companies need to catch up. Like people yes. are demanding crossplay. People yes. are demanding better netcode. Like. Like this stuff shouldn't be an issue now. Like it's like what Max said, this stuff shouldn't be acceptable by the general public at all. They know that that stuff is fixable easily now, easily. One guy, it took one guy to figure out what was wrong with the net code of Street Fighter V. And it wasn't that hard. The, the, The problem is that these companies just aren't doing it. They want to complain about, oh, we don't have enough resources. Oh, it's going to take a lot of money. Oh, it's like, no, it's not. It has been proven fact that it does not take that much to do. All you have to do is do it. So, well, the, I wonder. I wonder if this also comes in, and we've heard these horror stories, Steve, where it's just like companies don't want to do something if they don't think of it. Yeah, yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that called? A uh, being out of touch, uh, yeah, or it's like a not invented here or whatever. Like, Max yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's like, like hey, we, didn't, we didn't come up with it, so we shouldn't be doing it. You know, like, like sometimes, it, like I, I didn't think of it, or I, you know, it didn't yeah. seem like a priority to me, so I don't want to do it. Even yeah, if I don't want to, even on if it. you're telling me this is what people want, I don't see it, so I don't want to do it. Like exactly, like exactly. almost like like a nepotism thing. Yeah. Uh, See, here's here's the thing with developers. I understand where they're coming from from a, 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 develop, a developer aspect because if you if you allow too much outside influence, um, uh, change the way you true. make your game, it could ruin your game. Um, you have to be inclusive at a certain point so that you make what you want to, so that the general public can absorb it. Um, but when they speak the truth about you know latency and crossplay and stuff like that, maybe you should listen. But it's difficult for them to to see the difference because you have a company like Netherum that kind of listens too much, and they just start changing things at random, and it kind of messes up the game. Mm-hmm. And then you have companies like uh, 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 who do I use? I guess I'd say Capcom that just doesn't listen at all, and they just do whatever the fuck like they they just do whatever they want. So th- there has to be a balance there, and I think it's very difficult. Yeah, I I. Uh, I, I, I agree. Although I do 
I really do appreciate and admire NetherRealm being as receptive to their yeah, audience. Yeah, I appreciate it one hundred percent. The fact and, that and, they, and and it's paid off for them, right? Like they they, yeah, they make yeah, for the most part they sell way more on their MK and Injustice games than anyone else, even Tekken. Yeah, like. Yeah. Or, you know, or at least close. So it's like highest selling fighting game in history. Yeah, yeah. Like well, they're they're Smash. they're Other reaping people. their rewards. Yeah, it's not a fighting game. It's not a fighting game. It's a brawler. It's a brawler. Brawler. It's a brawler. The fighting game. But, um, yeah, right. No, but yeah. now, are we seeing other game companies do this? Are we seeing shooter companies doing online tournaments now too, as well? Are we because yeah. you know it's not. I, know, think little, I, I think a little. I think a little bit's of, happening. Yeah. I think everything's tried to like convert. I mean, I'm actually not. I didn't look this up, but like, a, like yeah. Overwatch League. You know what are they're doing and stuff. You know, uh, like the big, like the big esports things. Like, what are they doing in response? Yeah, because we have I to mean, see. They, that's that's another they, thing we have to they, see too. Like and the I biggest wonder, guys. Yeah, I wonder because like there's a lot of dollars tied up there. A lot of like mm-hmm. uh, sponsorship uh, deals. You know product deals that need to like still happen supposedly or are those like you know those you know diminishing because of the situation companies are having this enough money and they're pulling out that's why i was like fearful like i'm like once we come out of this at some point i do expect there to be fewer tournaments in general not just in fighting AQ, but overall because mm-hmm. we saw at the beginning of this tournament organizers freaking out about like when they were delaying canceling and stuff because you yeah. know they, they want the insurance you can't collect the insurance they're going to be like it's going to ruin them like we cannot yeah. they operate they are on such a year-to-year yes. basis that mm-hmm. it's that yeah. that's scary and stuff like how how like a years a rich history of a tournament could just be obliterated by this so right. like so easily it's just like it's a scary thought well, that's the thing about fighting games and esports and other esports. Like fighting game uh, and um, a fighting game esport is very grassroots. It's very done by you know people who really love and care about it and create it, right? Like with CEO and and um, all these other tournaments, they're just created by you know a few loving in- individuals. But when we go to the biggest esports, they're sponsored by the companies themselves. You know, when you have uh, Overwatch, dude, it's it's Blizzard putting up the arena. I forget the there's this other one too. I think uh, it's by I think by Riot, like whatever esport they game. They have their own stadium. They have Riot, their own yeah, they have giant their own thing. Like that's their own arena, and it's right across the street. So they're 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 that. But like Evo is put together by a group of individuals, not think, an entire that, corporation. Yeah, I think you're yeah. talking about that legendary uh, league game. Yeah, League of Legends or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> man. But League of Legends, yeah, like, the, the, like the legends of League. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. 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 That's I just thought of that. Jeez, I mean, let's, let's, let's be fair. Uh, the, there's no comparison of the fighting game community to, to the, the massive uh, crowds Machine, that you see at yeah. like League of Legends or Counter Strike, and you know all these other uh, yeah, uh, uh, sports uh, stuff. yeah, Fortnite. Um, and I'm stuff, pretty yeah. sure they're going through the same uh, issues where it's like, oh well, it's an online tournament only. Like, how do yes. we figure out if um you know these players are cheating or not, or if somebody's doing something screwy, or what yeah. about the latency stuff like that? Um, Max is a big advocate of understanding about the changes of netcode in all of the Call of Duties. He's seen he's seen the changes specifically and he knows that um i think it was the one that told and simmons me about, too simmons talks oh, a lot yeah, about yeah. As well. oh, yeah he knows a lot about the servers and yeah like, and, and, you and, know. and why they they changed this they, they changed them on purpose because there was too many people and um 
they had to change the servers uh, to uh, to make it for a wider audience. But in it, with it, with that happening, it ruined the um, uh, the latency in the game. Well, and you know what's crazy is this, this stuff is like we're, what, what Steve's talking about. We're referencing uh, he's referencing stuff that's over ten years old. So any of like the younger audience who's playing Call of Duty now is like, what? It's always been this way. Like, no, we're talking like 2007 to 2008, yeah, yeah. 2009. You know, 08 to 09 to, to 10 is when things started really changing over. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about stuff that's over 10 years old now. Yeah. Uh, but we felt it. Like, and, and I really felt it when I played Modern Warfare Remastered. Now, I'm not saying they didn't have, there was plenty of cheaters in Modern Warfare. But when they released the remastered version, but it ran on on a different online setup, oh boy, did I feel it. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't played the game probably like eight, ten, eight, nine, ten years, right? But I go in, I, I play remastered, and all of a sudden I go from, I am now having the best games I've ever had, followed by the absolute worst, worst. games I've ever yeah, had. Post to post based. And, and it's like, it's not, it's not because I'm rusty, because I just had the best game I ever had. I never had, a, you know, a, a kill death ratio like this in the original game. But now, all of a sudden, one game, I, I, was, I was on top of the world. And that one game later, I've never done so poorly. So yeah. it's... Um. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's affecting thing. everybody, not just the, the fighting game community, but I, I think it, it's a little bit worse for the fighting game community because when it comes to a fighting game versus a shooter game, I, me personally, I, I see the differences in needing to have specific frame perfect uh, uh, fights as opposed to, okay, I might have dropped like two or three frames, but I can still shoot this guy that's right in front of me, you know? Um, it could become horribly bad when a guy is literally skipping through time and he's all over the map and like, you know, flying and like that. <laughs> but not I, even I that get, too. I, I get that there's an issue, but if you're, if you lose like maybe one or two frames uh, of latency in a shooter, you, it's, you can be fine. Now that's death fighting, because this guy will see you a half second yeah, before you see him and it's, it's curtains. That's um, like it can be, but I get what I, I think I get what Steve said. Yeah, saying, it's not right? as specific. It's not as specific as in a fighting game. If you miss, just a, because, yeah, yeah you're every you're right frame, there. Yes, because mm -hmm. you people who are the professionals, they're what we like to call frame counters. They know exactly how many frames it takes for that um, that punch or that kick or that special move, or that combo where you, you can punish it correctly. If you're missing one or two frames off of that you will get like destroyed because you can't punish correctly. And that's the difference in between uh, those two. And you have to be able, to, it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. And um, I, I think uh, online wise uh, is a huge difference in it when it comes to fighting games as opposed to shooters. Now, I'm not a professional shooter. I can't speak for them all. Um, and like Kenny said, there's a huge difference when you know somebody can see you before you see them. But I think it's a lot different when it comes to fighting games. Mm -hmm. well i i think i think they're more they're more intense and they're more like it's more like every single millisecond counts yes, in a fighting yes, game. yes. In uh, a fighting like game. when you yes. die in a first person shooter you respawn and then there's like a couple seconds till you run back to where the battle or the action is right yeah, in yeah. A fighting game there's no there's no moment where you can rest every every single millisecond counts yeah and, that, yeah. and that's why it gets frustrating and again that's probably why maybe in a way why it, it didn't blow up on esports as much as some of the other genres where it's like it's so intensive and it's so important every single nanosecond that 
it's it's frustrating to try to to try to deal with that, especially in an online setting. I mean, like seriously, do you need every frame when you're playing World at War or when you're playing uh, League of Legends? Is do the frames matter when you're you know clicking on? I, uh, I'm use I magic. couldn't. I, I, I couldn't. Magic yeah. attack. I, I couldn't tell you because I, I haven't yeah. played it. So Yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay. I mean, it does. I feel like a button doesn't register on the frame you put for any kind of game and something like that. Of course, it, of it's, course. It's yeah. always going to, like, it's going to matter. It's no going to impact, yeah. of course. I, I, I definitely, I definitely. Yeah, I just know, like, the, I, jump I, on you, yeah. I can only, I can only tell you from, like, Call of Duty. Like, yeah. when you die and respawn in, in a multiplayer game, like, yeah, there's maybe, like, a few seconds where, okay whatever you know yeah, like yeah, say yeah. you respawn and then like it it lags for a couple frames as you're running back but it's fine you no one saw you nothing happens yeah. nothing happened yeah like, See, like but, that's but, that's fine whatever but, but it comes to uh uh because we're, we're talking about tournaments and if you're in a uh, an online tournament there's no respawn like you, it's oh. it's like a, a a six on six and uh you need to be on point with you know the area that you're covering so that the rest of your teammates can get to you know the the um the checkpoint or whatever and um if you're not framed perfect because that other person can see you before you see him it's a it's a problem and i can understand that mm. I, I think that. it's the nature of the pace of the game steve like fighting game is such a fast pace and like it, it, it's so confined that there's less of like quote unquote downtime for if that latency issue happens yeah it's acceptable because oh you were in a safe state like uh, in a call, like call the match you're in a spot where okay we're not near anyone right now we're fine it happened let's just it, whenever it happens during something in, uh, an important moment it's always going to be bad but there are more i think there are more chances in a fighting game for it to happen where it's going to critically affect the match than it will be in most other types on. of games 100 percent, game. i agree with you 100 percent. that's exactly that's exactly what i was yeah, trying to get at yeah but you know shooters will see this and they'll get angry at us because they'll yes say, i know hey. exactly like, shooters will be what? like you are stupid because there. i need every one of those frames firefight part it absolutely matters that, like, yeah. yeah and the firefight part's like it's just it's just it's critical it absolutely yeah. is critical so i mean it's not but saying it, that's like any more acceptable yeah. it's just like statistically it's probably more likely to ruin or the, the, the experience in a fighting game that I would say in, in like a, a, a match of like Call well, of Duty. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when you see the Overwatch League normally, not this year, um, they're playing LAN, right? They they have like they have like a team mm -hmm. of whatever four. Oh yeah, five, almost six. when almost they do it normally, all yes, it's yeah, not it's over. LAN. Yeah, they're, they're on a yeah. stage and like yeah, they're they're what is it four or five computers are mm -hmm. are just set up opposite to the other exactly. teams, yeah. other five. It's not yeah. it's not a uh, uh, online. Yeah, it's not online. Oh, yeah. they're, they don't they're... do online. There's stories of like League of Legends and Riot, a horror stories in their early days of trying to do online and like yeah, server yeah. connection stuff where they like lost entire matches they had to yeah. throw away. I, I remember, so... I remember that story of uh, what was it? One of the uh, players uh, had to retire because they called out a, a girl for being really good at the game. And she was playing online, and they said, "Oh, well, she's obviously cheating. She's playing online." Oh yeah. So they invited her to a tournament where there was land play. And she bodied the living life out of the guy, nice. and he had to retire. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I, that. That was... I remember that too. I remember that yeah, story. That, I, that oh, was a feel. Story. That was a good feel good story. <laughs> so You're it, cheating. It, you fight me for real, okay? Oh, yeah, real. I'll, I'll put my I'll put my uh, reputation on the line and my career on the line. Oh, like, okay, I'll great. come down there. And it was a wrap. So, um, it is it is definitely different even for people who are playing these, these shooters and uh, LOL, game, what, yeah, all these type of games as well. Mm -hmm. no and um, I, I guess I, 
I, I do got to retract back of what I said. I, I do feel that it is uh, roughly the same for, you know, those people, obviously. Yeah. It's just that we can't see it from our perspective because we don't play that game. We just assume. I, yeah. I but, point. you know, but like I, I think too, what Mike said, it's literally you're on, like, right? And like you say, shooter, yeah, it, it can happen. There's a fighting game since when it's, as soon as this says fight, it's on and you know 100 like maybe in a shooter you yeah, gotta run from this drop, end of the there, field there can't be a drop within that entire match yeah and with and when you're playing a first person shooter you maybe can have if you're running from times. point a yeah, to yeah. point b there's a drop or something like that but you're just running or something like that but yeah yeah but, yeah. No, but, yes, but to shooters yes it's very important to you like a fighting game like there's a clock it's like 100 seconds or less usually 60 yeah. seconds and it starts counting down immediately so You've yeah. only <laughs> you've got very small window to do anything in a fighting game. Yeah, you're not but, gonna hide or camp yeah. or anything like that. You could zone, but that's about that's, that's about mm -hmm. as much. But yeah, e either way, like all of this, all overall, it it is, it is overall. I think it's important. Online is now more important than ever. Yes, but I think it is frustrating from a Nintendo perspective because they've really not said anything about improving or adding to their online. You want like, Waluigi. Right, because I want Waluigi. And then, like, you have, like, they haven't, like, I don't even think any new games came out this month for the NES or SNES. No. Like, even their basic service isn't really getting much updates. Like, the last yeah. games, like, the last games we got were great, like Panel DuPont and Wild Guns. But, mm -hmm. uh, like, it just seems like this is the moment where Nintendo really needs to be really focused on their online delivery system. Not just for Smash, but for for everything. Well, it's 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 kind of like what we, we we said before. It it, it comes down to the public outcry. Mm. The public yeah. outcry is for Waluigi. The public outcry isn't <laughs> for more minorities in the game. The public outcry isn't for better uh, uh, latency or, or or better net code in the game. Yeah, they hear it, but it's it's still nothing compared to for yeah Waluigi. yeah. Like, at, the end, at the end of the day, the the like, general consensus yeah. is talk with your wallet. If, yeah, if, exactly. Yeah. But if nobody's willing to do that. that they're not going to do it. We don't. <laughs> the, I mean, we don't support the, the game. Truth but guess also, what? Guess yeah. what the problem is? We are the biggest complainers about that stuff. But guess what? I own a copy of, of Smash. You own a copy. Simmons owns a copy, and so does Kenny. And guess what? He bought the online. We all bought the online, and we also all bought the DLC. <laughs> what are we complaining about? <laughs> <laughs> what are we complaining? We should just shut hey, up right hey, now. Hey, <laughs> hey, I, still, shut your mouth. One it's DLC I did not buy. Like some, throw that like out there's a lot to love about Smash. We already talked about how much there's a love about Smash Brothers and the other stuff. It's but it's it's totally I think it's totally good and acceptable to push back and be like, hey, we love yeah. all this about this game, but maybe you could start working on online. Like right. everything else about this game is really so good, like, but, but this, this could like, you somewhere you could improve. Kenny said it said it the best. He was like, you know what? Um uh the the, the companies are like, uh it, it's a successful game. We made a lot of money. Uh what else do you want? It's perfect. <laughs> Like yeah. we, we made the game. Like, or not even that. It's just like you're going to a restaurant and there's like a bunch of hair in your food and you're still eating the hair. And I'm like, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You know, I love this restaurant. It's my favorite bro, restaurant. Bro, first of all, you're complaining about the hair. You're eating the hair. And then you ask for seconds for more hair. On your like home, this sounds like a Homer Simpson thing right here. <laughs> right? Like Homer Simpson you're, and, here, and you're still complaining. You're like, bro, can we not have hair in our soup? So, uh, you know, it'll say anything. Yeah, oh, say anything. Oh, well, whatever. I just, I'll yeah, eat the know. hair. I don't care. I'll <laughs> eat it. Can I get some dessert with more hair? Sure. Here we go. We have more hair in this <laughs> dessert. Uh, you don't want to stop. Yeah, you're going to buy it. Oh, well. It's your own fault. Stop complaining. I think 
that's probably going to do it for this episode. All right, uh, man. We're good talks, though. Like we yeah. uh, we covered a lot of stuff here. I'm, I'm really glad I got the I got all three of you on here. Actually, sorry, so, but yeah, man. Just no, yeah, thank you, for, monster thank game you session. But I, I really wanted to be a part of this. Yeah, tackling new character min min, talking yeah. about fighting games, uh, fighting game community tournaments, mm-hmm. representation, online netcode. Because I know I know you all are passionate about this subject. Uh, I also know, like, as you mentioned, like Max yeah. Milling Dude is too, uh, making the, you know, those videos and stuff, covering it and stuff. Yeah. I also made a video about Smash Brothers, his idea for what they should do with Smash. Uh, maybe uh, some of you can, like, who are listening or watching on this, you can check that out as well. But um, before I go, uh, some housekeeping stuff, real quick. Um, mm-hmm. For uh, Thank you, everyone, who submitted a question to uh, this episode of Friend Code. If you're a $5 and up patron on our patreon.com slash easy allies, you can submit questions for consideration for an episode of Friend Code uh, when I make the post uh, each week of recording. Uh, look out for that. Um, thank you for your support that way. I also have some shout outs. Uh, we have a shout out tier for our Patreon uh, for the month of May 2020. So I got to give shout outs to, uh, to Blue, Elthanis, Caleb, Togi Crawford, Greg, the Dark Knight Kettering, and Black Lives Matter. Shout out. Thank you Yo, very much to all of you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, before we wrap up here, uh, yeah, let's go around the horn. I'll start with you, Steve, uh, where people can check out your stuff and follow you if they want to, you know, stay in touch and stuff. Uh, sure. Uh, if you want to check out uh, my content, most of my stuff is on Twitch. You can look for me at infinite underscore SGE. Uh, I am on Twitch. Uh, you could also uh, talk to me on my Twitter under the same name. Uh, check me out. I also have a uh, Facebook fan ch- page. Uh, check me out, infinite.sge. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, which is currently a uh, work in progress, infinite underscore SGE under the same name. And uh, yeah, uh, you can catch me on all those platforms if you'd like. Uh, what about you, Simmons? Okay. Oh yeah. Um, on mm. Twitch, twitch.tv slash assist me doom, um, which is where I do my personal Twitch, which is, it t- tends to be right now. A lot of, uh, a lot of call of duty, with call Kenny. of duty, call nice. of duty with Kenny, and then a lot of, uh, a lot of Xenoblade right now. Um, I do like every Monday I play a monolith soft game. Um, so if, if you're really into that stuff, you can head on over there, twitch.tv slash assist me doom. And then I run the, uh, uh, official yo video games channel on youtube which is the sister channel to max's it's not the main channel uh but youtube.com slash yo video games you get a lot of me kenny steve and max on that channel and a lot of my other stuff like personal reviews for video games there so yo video games on youtube nice dude and uh kenny where can people check you out man um it's unruly with three O's. It's U N R O O O L I E, and that's on everything. You'll find it on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube. Um, you know, just a Tinder, Grinder, all that. It's just unruly. <laughs> You'll find me on there. Um, you know, so if you want more fighting game and more adventures with Simmons and uh, Black Ops, you know, we, we still love that game. So yeah, you can catch me over, catch me outside over there. Well, thank you, all three of you. And uh, just mm-hmm. like us at Easy Allies being affected by all this, you know, we can't get together. I know the, okay. the four of you not being able to get back together at minute. Max's place. I'm, I'm sure you're looking forward to that time when you could uh, get back together. But uh, again, thanks for, uh, yeah, I watch your guys' streams and stuff too. So like very entertaining st- as always. So 
know, thank you for taking a time out of your busy schedule to join me for this podcast. Oh, so it's been a collab I wanted to do for a while. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And uh, until next time, everybody, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Peace out. No. I'll do this. The, the princess wave? Ooh, yeah, it's this princess wave. wave. <laughs> that's yeah, that, that's the Disney it. princess. There you go. Oh yeah, I got double hands. Yeah. Oh. Now I'm really. Do three. Do three. <laughs>